is the moment you've all been waiting for. It's time for the Steak for Breakfast podcast. It's Friday, March 12th, 2021, and this is the People's Podcast. This is Steak for Breakfast. Smokey, this is not Nam. This is bowling. There are rules. Today, Junior, America. Steak for breakfast. So stand by. All right. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stay Ready Gear USA. Visit StayReadyGear.com for all of your daily carry needs, all of your tactical needs, anything of that sort, whether it's tourniquets, holsters. Um, Anything of that sort. Use the code STEAK at checkout to save 5% off anything in their website. Also brought to you by Man Rubs. If you use mm. the code STEAK15 on their website, you can save 15% off anything in their website. That includes a propane-powered torch that can light your barbecue or light whatever else you're trying to catch on fire. Um, they're a big supporter of the show, so go check them out for barbecue rubs, barbecue tools, T-shirts, um, Anything of that nature. Yeah, blowtorches too, right? Blowtorches, yeah. Can't can't not like those. They're pretty epic. You know, we're living in a very trying time, and uh, one of the big things that's been on the docket this week is uh, open borders. Oh god. We 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 have no idea who's pouring through right now. Pedophiles, murderers, things of that nature. Pedophiles. Maybe murderers who are pedophiles. We should import murderers who kill pedophiles. Well, you know what you can get to solve some of those open borders needs is all of your firearms and firearms accessories over at West Coast Survival Arms. Mike's got a five-star rating and has been serving Southern California for over a decade. Uh, He's also a licensed FFL, so he'll take care of those droves for you. Uh, Mike's on Facebook. He's on westcoastsurvivalarms.com as well, and it's 619-870-6992. Everything you need. Pistols, shotguns, rifles, ammo, cleaning kits, bayonets, cases, you name it, Mike's got it. Head over to West Coast Survival Arms and get some of those firearms needs. Muskets. <laughs> Cannonballs. <laughs> uh, Mediocre Medic, probably one of the most fire IG sites. If you haven't been there, I suggest you go and see where some of their tactical gear could be stuck. Uh, booties, boobies, and more. Um, Mediocre Medic's got patches, stickers, they've got some boots, tactical gear, shirts to complement all of that stuff. Go find them over at MediocreMedic.com. Like I said, they're also on Instagram. And then Mark Joe Friday over at Dumpbox.us. I am not wearing uh, any of his gear today, but I do have in my everyday carry bag. How dare you? Coronavirus veteran pin. And we have one of the flags hanging up in there. And, of course, a flag in the lab showing that we both served during the uh, shittiest time for our country in over 100 years. The pandemic. Yeah. Zero fucks ducks. Home of those patches. Dumpbox.us, Mark Joe Friday. He's got everything you need. Coins, patches, stickers, t-shirts, flags, sweatshirts. Just feel good. You like a movie quote? He's probably got a patch about it in addition to uh, Donald Trump tweet patches and things of that nature. I got a lot of those. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'll go over and, and see what's up with Mark and, uh, you know, see what's going on with him. So... This is the Steak for Breakfast podcast, and uh, welcome to the show. Uh, I'm Roan. I'm Nick. And we're here today. Follow us on Instagram. 
uh, at Steak for Breakfast Podcast. Also at Steak for Podcast Breakfast, our backup account for when we eventually get nuked. Again. Yeah. Download the show. Um, give us some likes and follows over on our uh, social medias. Yeah. So. Another thing I don't think we've ever mentioned, if you have, before we get started with the show, if you have a small business oh. um, of some sort and you would like some sort of marketing um, to be a sponsor of the show, as long as you're not some weird freak selling weird stuff, okay. um, hit us up through Instagram or email and then um, we can talk. Maybe point some of the listeners towards whatever project you're working on or business. Maybe uh, you can help us out with the discount code or something. So if you're out there and you have a small business or you're trying to get something started... Um, I, f- I feel like we may be marginalizing the uh, ball mask market, though, by not saying. I mean, you said weird guys with weird stuff. First of all, how dare you assume their gender? Secondly, well, there's two genders. Let's get that out of the way. So ball, ball gag masks, but, oh, suppo- I've seen but those. supporters of yeah. 2A, we, we should be okay with that. That's a weird um, niche. That's where we're at right now. Yeah, and ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to the show. Uh, we have some guests today. Uh, James from We The People Radio Podcast is joining us. In, in lieu of Noah being out serving uh, his two weeks a year in the reserves. And uh, our special guest today is Lala Beams from the Lala Beams podcast. Guys, welcome. Hi. What's going on? Super excited to be here. Thanks for having me on again. Yeah, we're super excited to have both y'all. So, yeah, it's, it's been a really busy and uh, crazy week out for the uh, Biden with an A-N administration with air quotes if you'll uh allow me to um going all the way up to his uh weird ass plagiarized independence day speech last night um just replacing the word aliens with virus and president of the united states with dr fauci it was pretty terrible and we'll we'll cover all that later um cringe yeah but first off how you guys doing what do you guys got going on right now well, I'll take the floor, ladies, first. Absolutely. I am just sitting here with my white claw. It's almost 5 o'clock in Florida, so. But, yeah, we're good. It's snowing in Vegas today. I don't know about you if you got any snow in Southern California, but we got snow here, which is not normal. Prefabricated was, snow, you mean? Yeah, I don't know. I guess so much for global warming. I mean, <laughs> how dare you? Exactly. Um, <laughs> But it, it is freezing here today, and I'm very upset about it. I left New Jersey to get away from the snow, and um, it's here. This is miserable. But other than that, I'm good. I enjoyed Joe Biden's disaster of his speech yesterday, him telling us that we can celebrate Independence Day if we do what the government tells us. Thank God. Um, absolute joke. Yeah. But uh, other than that, I'm just hanging out, having some fun. Well, that sounds perfect. We, uh, we're having a little bit of a cold snap here, too. We have... Um... It's in the 50s here today and kind of windy. We just had some rain, and, uh, you know, I'm looking for it to warm up. It says by next Thursday it'll be back up into the 70s, so. And yeah, we had 78 degrees the other day. I was like, this is great. I'm wearing shorts, a T-shirt. I'm just chilling. Not anymore. It's 50. It's like 58 degrees right now, I think. Does the snow stick to the ground? Uh, up in the mountains, you get, the snow is definitely sticking to the ground. Uh, there's a ton of snow on the mountains. This is the most snow we've had all year on the mountains. And then uh, a little bit on, not on the pavement, but like on turf and stuff, it'll stick a little bit, but not too weird. much. It, yeah, it's really weird. So much for global warming. It makes no sense. We're supposed to be, I moved here because this is a desert. There's no snow. <laughs> There's no snow. Like, I'm tired of it. People don't know how to drive it. If it rains out here, they lose it. They cannot drive. It's the worst. Let me see. How cold is it right now? 
But now, Lala, I'm actually interested to hear a little bit about you. What's what's uh, what are you what are you doing? I know you just got into the podcast podcast world and you're putting out some good content. Yeah. So uh, I kind of just started my Instagram uh, right after Election Day because I was so obsessed with what was happening and great me- else great was- memes on that IG by the way. There are some real <laughs> yeah meme magic going on there. <laughs> Yes, I, I try hard every day. But uh, yeah, that's when I started it. And really just to get more information and start following people. And then all of a sudden it kind of transformed into a shit posting meme account. Mm. And the rest is history. My favorites. So. That's, the best, that's the best kind of account. <laughs> I'm I'm always curious. I don't know about you guys, uh, Roan. Go ahead. But uh, when... When did you, uh, you know, first kind of realize there was some stuff going on? Like, when did you take your red pill? So, um, I, I, you asking Lala or me? No, Ro, uh, I'm asking Lala. Go ahead. Uh, this is this is your guy. I don't want to cut you guys off. I'm just curious because <laughs> this is the first time I'm meeting Lala. No. Ron, do you want to go first? No, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. No, um, I probably have been. I don't remember like my first red pill because it was just. I never believed anything that the news told me or uh, I never really felt like I dropped out of high school because I was like, fuck this shit. You guys are full of shit. And I just homeschooled myself. Uh, I remember 9-11. Shortly after that, I knew it was fake. Uh, Religion was probably like one of my biggest red pills. And I think that that's kind of like a more zoomed out approach. Okay. Um, So just the dogmatic religion, I've just always knew it wasn't really how life was so that was probably my biggest so were you are you did you grow up catholic no my dad was like super christian but he has eight kids with six wives Mm. so he was always telling me i was going to go to hell and i was like wait a second (laughs) that doesn't make any sense so you should have just told him hell's a psyop (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't in my vocabulary yet but yeah well that's that's Sweet. a little that's a little good background um i, I kind of like that you know there are some like we had wonder woman on last week and, and she's also you know admittedly late to the game she said she was red pilled like at the start of covid yeah and now she's got i mean if you include all of her new accounts yeah exactly china virus china. china well i think a lot of people <clears throat> in our generation if you know, we always like refer to the Matrix mm-hmm. and the movie and the concept behind it. But when you think about people that are intelligent, and maybe they grew up in a family that leans one way politically or or whatever the case may be, but when they wake up and on their own take that intelligence that they have or that drive and whatever <clears throat> they're doing, but they point it to actually looking deep into things. There's not a whole lot of people that get blue pilled, I guess. There's not a whole lot of people that switch sides when they start investigating into things. There's not a whole lot of people that, you know what I mean? Like, no, no one's going, man, dude, I was deep diving and I'm like super for Hillary after seeing all the stuff she's done. It's that means that we're on the right side of history, you know, and when 100%. people wake up to the fact that there's a cabal out there and it's a big puppet show. And the reason people didn't like Trump for the most part is because he wasn't on the same team as Democrats and Republicans who are what we've seen is one big it's like the WWE. Oh, okay. They play enemies on TV, but at the end of the day, they're yo, getting paid yo, by the yo, same yo, people. 
they're on the same yeah. contract and you know it's it's uh the people that are stuck in this knit like this rut where it's like trump's bad biden's good and it's like those are the people that the government wants to just fall in line right. do your nine to five and have people pit themselves get into credit card get debt Ooh. buy a house you can't afford right. and like that's the hamster wheel and these people fall for it and it's like we're part of the resistance and it's like <sighs> government reliance yeah, and then it's like the resistance has never been on the same side as mass media, celebrities, and a majority of politicians. That's the opposite of the resistance. That's conformity. Yep. So it's funny. I think I just wish that people our age would be – there would be a pretty big revolution if everybody just sat down for an – even take an hour and go, I'm going to dig in to some of this stuff. Anything. Yeah. It would be pretty easy. It, didn't t- it doesn't take a lot of research anymore. It sure does. Yeah. So many things. There's so many things. Like I always I said it on our show, when in the history of ever has the people that are banning speech and banning and burn and removing books from shelves been ever on the good been on team. the right side yeah. of history. Like people didn't don't realize that they didn't start like when they started removing books and burning them, they didn't start with like the big ones like the Bible and the Quran or anything like that. They started with little children's books because yep. and it's mm-hmm. death by a thousand cuts and they just started pulling one by one and all of a sudden yeah. it's too late. You're like, holy shit, all these books have been removed. What? Yeah. We well, even, you don't even realize it. Yeah, even besides the <clears throat> children's books, there's a lot of conservative authors that have lost their contracts with like Amazon and well, even like Josh Hawley. <clears throat> you know, he had to go and, and yeah. through an independent yeah. uh, publisher to get his book published because yeah. he was you know, one of the, they call it agitators, but we call it leaders to stop the steal yeah. uh, back in early January. And uh, <clears throat> we talked about it last week on our show, too, like insignificant things like canceling children's books and, and, and animated children characters is, is one of the thousand cuts. But also, uh, you know, back in, in Germany in the early 30s when they started banning Jewish people from pools, mm-hmm. uh, it was on one, it seemed... You know, it, it seemed insignificant in the moment right. of history. And but. if you didn't know anything else about World War II, then you would think, like, okay, Jews got banned from the pools. It's, like, not a, not a huge deal. It's kind of weird. Yeah. But, uh, and look where it turned out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was, it was, it was one of those uh, yeah. little cuts that led to the uh, eventually getting to the jugular. Yeah, and I think, you know, if people literally just took a step back and mm-hmm. go, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop watching the news, whether it's CNN or Fox, mm-hmm. I'm going to stop getting basically poisoned by one side or the other and I'm going to look into this for myself and I'm going to create my own opinion. At that point, there's a very rare chance that people are going to still support a majority of politicians. You would have to be crazy to go, you know what? All these guys that are corrupt and stuff, I don't I don't have that big of a deal with it. But the people that do, I think, you know, all of us in this little community we've kind of found do their own research and you take, kind of take a step back and you realize that this is all a game. Yeah. You know, that the political um, sphere is just, a, it's a stage and it's a play. And um, we get caught up in it in blue versus red. And at the end of the day, these guys have been friends for years. You know, they attend the same parties. They attend the same fundraisers. They're getting lobbied by the same people. And people go, man, my guy didn't win this year. And I was like, well, you know, that's why Trump was such a saving grace, because he wasn't part of that that uh, cesspool of, of picks. You know, every every four years it goes red, then blue, then red, then blue. Mm-hmm. And when he He's came in, he was like a, 
He was like trailblazer. a trailblazer. Yeah, trailblazer. Exactly. That's that's exactly what he was. He was never part of the club. No, never. ever. And we've talked about this mm-hmm. on We the People. We've talked about it on our show, and we've we've kind of outlined. He's been blacklisted from everything. Forever. Everything from yeah. from refacing the New York waterfront all the way up yeah. through owning professional sports teams, casinos, and uh, building his own golf clubs or building his own golf. Yeah, clubs because he couldn't get into certain ones. Yeah, and and it's just one of those things. It's it's really unfortunate that you know we're in this kind of. Um, this is good versus evil. Yeah. Oh, there's no other yeah. other explanation. It's there's not no, red versus blue anymore. It's not left it's versus never been. right. Like right. people always say, oh oh James, you're a Republican. I'm like, no, I'm not. not. Like what like our other segment that we just started on our show is is all about weed like what republicans <laughs> are doing shows about weed like exactly. no like I, i'm i'm a constitutionalist i love mm-hmm. freedom yeah and these guys have been playing both sides of the aisle for decades decades it's and not even like recent yeah. it's um, not even recent they're all like you said they're both getting their ball getting their their pockets greased by the same lobbyists the yep. same people and they're all working together, and it's kabuki theater. That's all it is. It's, yeah. it's just nonsense. It's a great, that's a great way to look at it, the kabuki theater and just what's going on right now. There were so many just questions over the last you know, couple months that haven't been answered a yet. It, it's funny that some of those questions are, are bleeding into the mainstream media, and, and we'll talk about that in extent a little bit later. But let's get into what's going on, you know, all the happenings. Um, in, in, in the country right now. So, so the administration this week held the $1.97 trillion American Rescue Plan Act of 2021 as the most progressive bill in U.S. history. So all of those bills that have been passed in the name of women's rights, equal rights, civil rights over the last 250-some-odd years, fuck them. They're gone. They mean nothing. And people getting $1,400 stimulus checks and less than 2% of the actual bill being used for things related to the China virus, most progressive bill in the history of the universe. So congratulations, everybody. Oh, man. Yeah, exactly. Nick, I'm going to say it before we get into I've missed you. There's been no one sighing <laughs> into the microphone for the last couple of shows, and I'm, and I'm glad you're back. I never realized I'd do that until I edit the show. And oh, it's literally like every five minutes of me going, oh, It, it sounds Christ. like it's almost <laughs> staged, but... It hurts your head. Yeah, we'll, we'll go through a headline or, or rip an audio clip, and then we'll just go back live and just be like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> this is fucking a nightmare. We, we say it all the time. Like, I can't believe we're actually having this conversation right now. Like, I can't believe this is a topic that we're discussing. I can't believe And we have to we're disseminate this for people. Dr. Seuss? So, yeah, with, Pe- with the... Pepe Le Pew? With the what hope the hell? Of, with the hope of relief in sight... Even though most schools across the country are still closed for the most part, small businesses closed for the most part, gyms and churches closed for the most part, getting that $1,400 stimmy check per adult, per under a certain amount of money owned or earned, will uh, basically help reopen the country. And uh, never fear, I, I, I did a little research and was able to find uh, just exactly where some of that 98% of the COVID bill is going to. So everyone can oh, sleep God. better at night knowing that over 21000 of that money was allotted per federal employee, okay? Uh, 25000 of that went to bonuses for state and government workers in the managerial context. $50 million to Planned Parenthood because, <laughs> God forbid, if there's anything that we need to open post-China virus, it's that place. People's legs. 
to have an abortion. We're not there yet. 200 million are going towards museums, which are closed, and libraries that are closed. Who gives a fuck about museums? 270 million for the Endowment of Arts and Humanities. Over 600 million for um, San Francisco, where Nancy Pelosi's from. They can't even stop their people from shitting on the street. Don't worry, it gets spicier. <laughs> 1.5 billion for Amtrak. Over 12 billion to foreign aid, which includes that 10 million for Pakistani gender studies. <laughs> 15 billion for illegal immigrant eligible health care that we'll be paying for with our tax dollars. Oh my God. 112 billion for welfare without work requirements. And 350 billion to bail out blue states that have been Nazi regime styled lockdown since. Hey, happy anniversary. We're one day past the 15 days to slow the spread year anniversary today. So yesterday was, was the yeah yesterday was the day we started the 15 days to slow the spread. We're at the one year anniversary right now. Well, I'm just happy we're not in the soy fields yet. I thought for sure by year one we would be in concentration camps, but oh, the gulags are coming. <laughs> Don't worry about that. That list hurt my brain. Yeah, right now. Are you kidding me? No. And we get a measly f- oh. Fourteen hundred dollars, and according to Joey Bag of Donuts, he's like, "Yeah, this is gonna, this is yeah. gonna end childhood poverty." Yeah, buy yourself, go, and, la- and last you till July of yeah. this year. Hey, buy yourself something nice. What? Ah, you know the second part of that is these. All of I it? don't want to use the R word. All of it. No, I'll say it. The retards mm-hmm. that support this guy are gonna be. Oh my Go gosh! Way. Biden is so generous. The fourteen hundred. Look. I said this before, and this sounds a little um, insensitive, maybe. Let's be honest. If $1,400 changes your life, you need a better job. Yeah. I know it sounds like an asshole thing to say, but at the end of the day, if that is at the... I'm talking about not paying your mortgage for one month or, you know, that's different. But if you're like 1400 bucks, that's going to make everything better. And it's like, look, dude, if $1,400 is swaying your vote and causing you to be up in joy you need to make some steps in life and i know it sounds like an asshole thing to say but at the end of the day that's where our country is what is it like 80 percent of our country doesn't have a savings account mm-hmm. yeah probably that's a problem more. it's probably more now probably more yeah. but what i'm saying is like that's gonna change I'm your life my savings right now it's miserable yeah it's <laughs> yeah you're, it's you're, just it, it sucks diluted off your savings right now yeah so, and that, that's just to make ends meet at the bare minimum so yeah, so it's, that- it, it, it's rough. It's rough. Nevada's the worst with unemployment too. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's I want I want to go to where Lala's at. She's in Freedom Land, big, big dick, dick Ron, Ron country. Land. Fuck yeah. I I was just thinking this whole time. I feel exempt from <laughs> this conversation. How dare you? Because we've we've been wide open for like eight months now. Literally, you can go to a bar and people are dancing and no oh, one really gives a fuck. They, dancing. some people wear masks, but they're weird and they're probably tourists. So but that's, that's your choice. Those make it terrorists. optional. Like don't, don't right. make, kick me out of businesses because I, I don't want to wear a face diaper because I don't, I want to breathe fresh, fresh oxygen and not yeah. CO2. Like, not, not develop some sort of respiratory disease because yeah. you're wearing a mask everywhere. Those made in China. Wouldn't that no, be was, like a Trojan horse if all the masks that we were buying from China had some sort of like crazy <laughs> bacteria? So like s- smallpox to your blankets yeah. 2.0? No, that'd be crazy. Yeah. I went to Dunkin' Donuts the other night on okay. the way to work because I don't go to Starbucks because I'm not a terrorist. I like it. Um, <laughs> I don't support those commie assholes. Mm-hmm. So I was at Dunkin' Donuts and the lady, 
I think it was a lady. I'm not going to be 100% sure. She looked like she probably worked at Starbucks. You assumed. Because she was overweight and she had pink hair. How dare you. Um, so this person um, took my order at the drive-thru, and then I pulled up. She's like, oh, can you put your mask on? And I looked at her for like a second, and it took me everything to not say that diabetes is probably going to take you out before COVID. <laughs> and I'm just thinking of like all this stuff, like running through my head of stuff to say, and I'm like, please just hold it for like five more seconds. Yep. So I put my gator mask on, which I can sneeze through if I wanted to. But I'm looking at this lady and I'm like, that's where you messed up. You Nick. think that COVID is going to off you? It's like, it's probably all the donuts you're eating and the cheeseburgers. Like your diet is going to off you <laughs> way before COVID does. A little less munchkins. She was enormous. She looked a like four people whale? melted into one. Oh, a she looked like a, molted, a melted bowl of ice cream. Nice. Sack of hot laundry. <laughs> oh, boy. Those are the so, people who are like, wear a mask. You're being dangerous. Mike. So, Nick, I, I, I have a little, I have to take a little issue with what you just did in the story. I agree with the second point that she's going to probably die from obesity or heart disease before she, before she. Diabetes. Di- dies from, from COVID. <laughs> Damn, girl. Uh, but, uh. <laughs> You actually put in in your own car. You actually put your mask on, dude. Let's be, uh, Come on, like, I did. I was running late to work. She was holding my coffee hostage. She wasn't gonna I, give I, it to like, me. All right, all right, give me my money back. I'm going. Like, see you later. Like, I'm not giving. It's the same thing that Starbucks is doing. Like, eat a dick. I'm yeah. not doing that. Starbucks. Like, can this always is where this is this is where we have to draw the line. Like, people people are like, oh well. I, I'll wear a mask. It's just a mask, and um, You're right. then then the vaccine because they're already setting it up. California already has signs in restaurants like you have to show proof of your your first and second vaccination. Oh, I'll be in. the first one to. I'll find one of those. Yeah, we'll, already, be, we'll be going to all those restaurants that defied the orders. Well, I already told no the buddy. Way. I said when that happens, they got vaccinated from work, and I said you give me that, give me five hours. I'm gonna go to the UPS store, make a couple photocopies, and I'll be good to go. Yep. Because I'm not getting the vaccine. No, there's people who already follow our Instagram and, and, and interact with us who have been talking about that they know some really good uh, vax card. Dude, dealers. I looked at one of the vax cards. Yep. It's literally cardstock with like, I mean, let's be honest, people that are going to check those are not no. <clears throat> hep to counterfeit documents. Professionals. Yeah. But here's the or thing. Smart. This is how we fight back. Like We don't fight back with counterfeit documents. We, can't, we, we fight back against these people by not complying, by literally just taking off the mask that's all we have to do if if 70 million if half of them if a quarter of them took off their masks and said i'm not playing this game anymore this is stupid and took off their masks guess what businesses would have to just allow people to shop and make it optional because it's too much business look at what's going on with all these brands goya as soon as they said something about goya number one sell in sales Mm -hmm. my pillow Mike Lindell, they removed him from every store. He's broken sales records since they did that because the Patriots stood behind him. Now imagine all of those people did the same thing with masks. If we all just said enough is enough, I'm not doing it anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, fuck you. I'm taking my mask off and I'm going to continue to shop. This is stupid. And that's that's what we have to do. That's everybody's like, oh, how do we fight back against this tyrannical government? Start with the masks. Yeah. Like really think about it. If if right. she push, if because push like came, even in Florida, you know, it's you have this perception that it's freedom land, but it really depends on where you are. So if it's a really liberal city, people are still forcing you to wear masks. And where I live, it's like that. 
So oh wow, I refuse. I ref- I will Good. cause an inconvenience for anyone around me, and I don't care. So I've told so people my, uh, in the store that I have asthma. I've done yeah, multiple I, times. That's what I say. I have a medical condition. That's yeah. what I say. I still get kicked out. I still get kicked out, and I do. I'm look at me. I'm I, I'm far from my 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 MMA career shape. I am a fucking beluga whale now. I am so fat. You gotta get on the carnivore diet. I need. Well, that's why I was Dude. asking about it because I'm a. I, I really don't. I really don't like vegetables that much. Vegetables um, are they're a psyop. Vegetables yeah, are psyop. Yeah, they're not healthy. But, uh, I think but, you're, uh, every, every time you eat vegetables, as, do you not shit yourself immediately? As much oxygen your, as it can get. Your blood pressure like, would beg to differ. <laughs> do you not shit yourself right when you have vegetables every time? Okay. Yeah. I, I, How's that I, healthy I'm, for you? I kind of like salad. I don't though. know. You like salad. I, salad's okay. I the fuck do salad, but like salad. I, I haven't had a salad in like four and, years. Yeah. Well, I used to do it for fighting and wrestling my entire life. Was just a small piece of chicken, <clears throat> eight ounce glass of water, and uh, a salad with red wine vinegar. That's yeah. all I would eat. The gulag menu. <laughs> yeah, that's what we better get used to that. Right. Well, but, but instead of the eight ounces eating. of chicken, we'll be getting eight ounces of soy. Yeah, soy patty. Yeah, for re- for real. I'll that's start eating. The, I'll start eating people. Mm. I don't even care. I'd rather that's, eat that's, human flesh. We've than already soy. talked about this. Your, yeah. your stance on people eating goes against the direct narrative. Did you guys of listen to that show. episode? Because I was. I do not recall mentioning that I would consume human meat. As, as soon as we stopped recording that episode, Nick stood up and immediately fell down onto the floor. It no, I did. Did you I? Certainly did. You fell yeah. down right there. Whatever. What do you? What do you? What are you? The next uh, Chrissy Teigen getting interviewed by the chef, like, <laughs> or or Anthony Bourdain over here just <laughs> hanging out with Ant? <laughs> like he admitted he's eating human flesh. Like, I, w- I would 100 percent try it if I was in a country where it was acceptable, or someone nah. was like, "That's my last dying wish." Where is that nah. acceptable? I don't know. But if no, even if someone cool. brought like a thigh here and like, okay, so, up, so I'd be like, let's do does it. it look like what a person's thigh when it comes? I don't even care. I will mm-hmm. skin it myself. Some I want to try it. Farva beans on the side. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you're saying you would? Yeah, 100. percent I mean, I've eaten like a lot of weird meat because. I don't know. I've eaten like possum and gator. Okay. I've eaten gator. Yeah. I mean, that's not that weird here, no. but kangaroo, <laughs> all kinds of weird shit. But I just don't think I would eat no. a human. No. I would do 100% right Especially now. Especially because they're fucking you disgusting. Think, yeah. You also think National Treasure is a top five movie. Yeah. So your, okay. your opinion is invalid. You know, as you know good what? as that movie is. James, I stand by that. Stand by. I hate the, that is a the perfect, hate that I get that. That is a the, perfect segue because. Uh, unbeknownst, <laughs> knowing to Nick, I asked both James steal the Declaration of Independence. and Lala to bring their top five, top oh one God. movies. You guys will not let this die. And, well, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a reoccurring <laughs> segment for every guest we have on the show until the end of time. My wife knows how much I love that movie. If I can't sleep and I'm up because I work nights, we <laughs> and I both you have work nights. Cage put you to bed. Oh, dude, that's Netflix or Disney Plus. It's on both. It's not the fact that you love that movie and you put it in your top five. I top love ones. that movie. It's that you directly compared it to Goodfellas. I mean, but Jesus, also Nicolas Cage. Yeah, Jesus yeah. cringed when you made that comment. <laughs> he flinched. Yeah, He's like, not- "Oh God!" You know that? You know that picture of the guy smoking a cigarette with his eyes open? Oh, really like, McConaughey. Yeah, exactly. That's that's freaking what happened when you said that. So so Lala, I'm sure you have your uh, top five, top one movies of all time ready to go. Why don't you let us? Why don't you let it rip? Sure. So, Donnie Darko. Okay. Uh, Fight Club. Uh-huh. Oh, that's a good one. Garden State. Nice. Have you seen that? James and I are from New Jersey. Oh, okay. I watched it when I came 
coming down from acid, and it's really, really good. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Try National Treasure on I acid. It might change your mind. I love acid. <laughs> Same. Not, I don't do it anymore. But I'm a mom now, so. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Okay. If you're heartbroken, watch it. And then five, like, always changes, but it used to be Fear and Lo Loathing in Las Vegas. Um, I don't really like the adrenochrome reference anymore. Right. So. But that's real. It's based on a true story. Yeah. 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 So right now. Chris Thompson was, was crazy. That guy was a psycho. He was a meth head yeah. or a coke head. He was he everything. He did everything. Head. Yeah. He was an everything head. Yeah. But um, I changed it to this movie, uh, I Origin. Okay. Have you ever, have you ever seen that? That's a new one, oh. isn't it? Is it a new okay. one? Okay. It's really good. It's basically about a biologist who's studying the evolution of the human eye. And he goes around taking pictures of people's eyes. And I don't want to spoil it, but you really should watch it. But essentially, it's kind of about reincarnation. Whoa. Sounds a little bit more and... interesting than National Treasure. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yo, to be to fair, be honest, Treasures uh, is a good movie. It's a good movie. It's a solid it's a movie. Solid Rotten to, Tomatoes to, score. To to even put it, Rotten Tomatoes is nonsense. One, Rotten Tomatoes there is as much cabal. nonsense as Google and CNN. Yeah, I just feel uh, attacked right now. But <laughs> but to put it in even the top twenty, like I, I'm whoa, literally whoa, sitting whoa, here whoa. last night. I'm like, because I'm one of those people that I I have a hard time picking a, a favorite of anything. Because okay. I just love so much stuff. Like, I cannot just narrow it down to five things. So I'm, like, literally thinking last night, I'm like, oh, man, like, I love this movie. With, I love this movie. Like, I can't I can't do it. So for me, I'm, it's got to be Goodfellas and Casino are up there. Okay. Uh, I agreed yeah. with that, just for the record, when my Maria was on here and we talked about this. Those are definitely on there. Uh, Gangs of New York is, a, is another favorite of mine. I You know, I really... Especially as of lately, identifies Bill the Butcher. Yes, um, he's got a fantastic mustache. Yeah, oh, sure great, does. Great, great movie. Um, the part of the intro that you guys have is in one of my favorite movies, The Big Lebowski. It's a great oh, movie. Oh, love, wait, a great movie. classic. Wait, wait, wait. Well, Russian. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. That's such a good movie. Yeah. And. And it's it's a toss up between for five, between Blow, oh. and Fight Club. Those nice. are mm. uh, like there's there's just so many. I could literally go on for days. There's so yeah. many good ones. Blow is but, good. Yeah. yeah. I'll circle back to mine since it's been a few shows. I just want to point out before you get to yours. Go ahead. Nobody's ever asked me since I was put on the spot for my f top five. I've never gotten the opportunity to. Actually, sit down and write down my actual top five. Well, maybe next week we can have you do your top five. No, you're forever. National <laughs> treasure is forever in your top. There's no. But going you also back. said top one, so you don't have a top five. <laughs> I was. So, so my top five. A little deep in the whiskey that night. My top five top ones, and I said I had a, I had a th I had a three three way tie for first place. Goodfellas, Godfather, One Casino. They're the same movie. You like one over two? You like one over two? Oh, two is kind of weird, man. Two's uh, two, two over one all day. I, I watched day. one so many times with my dad, and he could like literally say every line in the movie. It's just got heartstrings. Is it true that number one has no cuss words? When you think about it, that's like I don't know. I'd have to. Re I was listening it. to a podcast with a guy who was in a Colombo crime family, and he's a born again Christian, but he was saying 
that when you watch like The Godfather, it was a work of art, and there wasn't any like crazy sex scenes or crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was some shoot. I mean, it was implications of what graphic, was going on, right. but it wasn't like it, was it is now. And he said that movie won. It's one of the most respected movies of all time, and there was not one cuss word at the whole no. movie. I had Bronx Tale, Bronx Tale for two. Oh, Bronx Tale's great. Bronx Tale for two, Training Day three. God, that's such Sorry. a good list. The original Ghostbusters for four. Damn. And man. Empire Strikes Back for five. So that's I mean, Star that's, Wars. Solid. Star Wars. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's it's solid. one of those it's one of those movies as a kid where I was growing up at the I, I was very young at the time, and when I saw it in the movie theaters, I didn't understand the whole concept of like the bad guys actually winning. And uh, I think my grandparents took me to that movie, and we were in the car. My grandpa was kind of like, you know, that's the way the world works. So, you know, Whoa, he's like, I, I had no idea. I had no desire to go to this movie with you, and I thought it was absolutely terrible. But, you know, there's, there was actually a pretty good narrative there. A good teaching point. I was like, thanks, Grandpa. Can we go buy toys now? Yeah. Thanks so, for ruining my uh, yeah. outlook on life. Can I build the, the Millennium Falcon with Legos? Exactly. And, yeah, it was great. Would it be, just before we get into, like, serious stuff... I'm like Adam Sandler, like one of Adam Sandler's biggest fans. Okay. Do you guys like give me more stuff. shit if one of his movies was in my top five? No, of course not. Not if it was one of it his depends works on, of art. Dep- yeah, it depends yeah, on what it is. Oh. It really does because he's got some really shit movies. Like yeah. his, Up until you. Little Nicky is like where I draw the line. Like yeah. That was his Little last Little Nicky really, and Back, like, completely fine. Billy Madison. Yeah, like, yeah but anything, anything post that where he's got like Shaquille O'Neal and Chris Rock and fuck that's in. You know, oh, Kevin James yeah. now. Oh, okay. Zohan. Like, Zohan, get out of here. I'll be, yeah, Zohan was garbage. Okay, but Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison. Yeah, I mean, those are totally... Listen, no right. pressure. You got a week. I'm going to come. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure it out. We all know what the number one is, though. That was yeah. number two. I said Goodfellas was number one. You compared them both as the same. You called yeah, them the equals. Yeah, the fact that you even compared, that, compared them, like put them in the same sentence. You have to opinion, understand that... Nonsense. If nonsense. I won the lottery today, I would go and become a treasure hunter. Well, that's fine. And we said that, there's so nothing wrong with that. That's why I love National we Treasure. We also re- have reiterated several times how there's nothing wrong with Nicolas Cage. I mean, the man's won an Oscar. No, there's a lot of things wrong. Right. Have you seen the I disagree with that statement. There's a lot of stuff <laughs> wrong with him. Gone in 60 Seconds is a good movie, though. You got to give him that. That's a good movie. Raising Arizona is my favorite Nicolas Cage movie. Con Air was horrible. Great. Horrible. He's just so, there's no range. He's just a really so, not a good actor. Homework for no. everybody here. There's a new movie he came out with, and I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head. But there's a new movie he just came out with, and it's literally like people at like maybe USC film school were like, "Who can we get to star in this project that we're gonna <laughs> do?" And Nicolas Cage was like, "Yeah, I'll do it. Whatever." He's like, "Yeah, I'll do it." He break. I'll give you the premise of this. You got to watch the trailer because my buddy and I are like Nicolas Cage or Nicholas, Nicholas Overflow Center. Right. Which one is playing the role? <laughs> Nicholas Migrant Detention Nicholas, Facility. Uh, yeah, Migrant Luxury Facility. Um, Reception area. <laughs> his the premise of this movie, and I forget the name of it. But if you Google, it, you'll find it. And it's it's literally just came out like a month ago. Okay. He breaks down next to this amusement park, and f- for whatever weird reason, the owner of the amusement park is like, "If you clean the amusement park at night, I'll fix your car." And he goes, "Okay." And then he realizes it's haunted by like demonic robots or something weird. The trailer looks bananas, but it also looks fun. But also is like 100% Nicolas Cage, so on a scale of one to ten, I'm negative one and even thinking it's, about it. Looks like I don't even have horrible. interest in watching the trailer. It looks the trailer is 
comical, but I'm like, I'm not gonna rent this movie. It better be free. It sounds like sh- Sharknado. Yeah, <laughs> it's right up there with Sharknado. <laughs> Sharknado. What I think of when yeah, you replace that description. Well, replace the B actors with Nicolas Cage and replace the sharks and 100%. tornadoes with haunted clown robots. It's exactly what it was. So yeah, if I was a film fun. student in USC, I'd be like, we can definitely get Nicolas Cage. He accepts everything. <laughs> He's been in like over 250 movies. Can I ask you a serious question? Have you reached out to him about coming on the show? That would be epic. He probably would. He probably he, would. His standards are so low yeah. of what he... <laughs> the things that he... Probably he probably just, runs all of know, his social media. He you know, has you know no he got idea. married this week? His fifth marriage to some 26-year-old little... He Asian. was definitely NPC, for yeah. sure. For Good sure. Oh, yeah. No salt. I, oh, so. When I think of Nicholas Cage, I think of cocaine and hookers. Yep. Like, <laughs> that's literally what I think of. Like He's probably just doing a ton of blow and just... Paying for a lot of hookers. You know, these low budget movies are probably just. I walked in on my son watching Ghost Rider the other day. Did you smack him? Well, it was right at the point (laughs) where he like wakes up from the first night and he's in the cemetery and that the guy with the mustache is like, oh no, Sam Elliott. Yeah, you're the Ghost Rider. And I like look down at my son and I look at the TV and I immediately change it to cartoons. I was like, you're not fucking watching this. Watch this Kardashian show before this, please. Well, you should watch that little alien show where they talk about. Well, Steven, How white people are privileged. Steven Universe. Yeah, we yeah. will shit talk that show till the end of times on here. Oh that that God, is I absolute that garbage. I saw that clip and I wanted to punch my television. I was like, yo, what is this? I just want to shout out crazy. to my son's school because the day after they canceled Dr. Seuss, mm-hmm. he came home from school and I was like, what did you do today? And he's like, we had green eggs and ham for lunch. My son's school threw like a Dr. Seuss like party nice and they read we dr, dr. Seuss, seuss all day days. and they yeah. had green eggs and ham for lunch i was like man those teachers are savages did you have dr seuss day as a kid sure did. Elementary yeah school? everyone had green eggs and ham dr. And you're like dr seuss yeah. did some pretty dark shit some of his art was really you, oh, could, yeah. you could look at like the I, I don't know what it's called like the dr seuss nightmare collection midnight midnight paintings or something like that yeah that's some pretty out there stuff sure. just imagine like all the characters from his stories but if they were like Demonically presented. Well, he was known to do acid, wasn't he? He was like a known like space cadet. Who didn't? That's the thing. Is like, okay, we're gonna cancel everybody. You can cancel Malcolm X. You can cancel Martin Luther King Jr. You can cancel all these people because everybody's got stuff in their history. Mm -hmm. So let's just call it even, Stevens, and stop doing this because if we're gonna cancel everybody, every school in America is gonna have a number. That's what it's gonna come down to. And every public well, library is going to have a number. And it's just going to become this crazy number system because everybody's been cancelable. You're talking about barcodes. Well, on your forehead. Think about it. Dr. Seuss was, when was he around? Like 60 years ago? Yeah. 70, like a long ass time ago. He grew up and in a different era. Yeah, like if you start doing that, you're going to have to cancel everything from that era because the majority of those people, unfortunately, were racist. Like he was mm-hmm. probably really a racist. Like yeah. I'm yeah. not even going to say that he wasn't. And it's but not okay gonna... to say he's racist, but that's the culture he grew up in. And it wasn't yes. necessarily considered racist because he was at par with what was the normalcies of the time, pre-civil rights movement, pre-women's rights movement. So, I mean, it, it, just to assume that he was racist, it's it, maybe he would be considered by today's standards, but on those standards, he was just at par. Well, also, with... guess what? You know what I always think, too, is like, some people are fucking racist, and... They should be allowed to be racist if they fucking want. Like, mm-hmm. why? I, I'm just so sick of everyone telling everyone how the fuck to think or what to do or whatever. If his Amen. book, I mean, he has he has Asian 
drawings in his book. I think they had like chopsticks and yep. slanted yep. eyes. Well, guess what? They eat with chopsticks and they have slanted eyes. <laughs> That's literally what they look like. So no I lies just, detected. <laughs> I'm just I'm so sick of it. I can't do anything but laugh at it and make memes now. So That's all you can do. <laughs> That's literally all you can do right now. It's it's a total clown world. And where does it stop? Because if that's racist and, you know, like Pepe Le Pew, I watched it as a little kid. Yeah. And I always said to myself as a little kid, I was like, man, this this little skunk dude's aggressive. Like, right. This dude definitely had rapey vibes, but he was a cartoon from the 1940s. Like, if anything, I watched that cartoon as a kid and I was like, all right, this is how we don't approach women. Like, exactly. this is how we don't do it, because he struck out every single time. Right. And if you're if you're taking, you know, that approach from how to talk to women from a cat on a cartoon, I mean, th that's your parents job to tell you what's right or wrong. And like as a brown girl, Hispanic, I've experienced racism. And do you think that I wanted to cancel whoever? No. You know what? At that moment, and I, I remember one specific time I was in Connecticut um, they called me some, I forget, uh, spit or something. I don't Ooh, even know. That's old, taking it back old school. <laughs> it's like, first of all, I don't even take it seriously because it's just a word. Like, I don't understand how people get so offended by things like this. But I threw my drink on him, so he probably wouldn't ever do it again. That's kind of hot. <laughs> not going to say it's not. Just had to do it. Yeah. But where does it stop? That's my problem. Yeah. Where, where, where do we draw the line? Who is the one who decides what's okay, what's not okay? Who, like, when are we gonna just say okay, everything is canceled? Because at this point, if you want to go back that far, everything that you find, there's going to be racism. There's going to be sexism. You can find it in literally everything. Mm -hmm. Like, like go back to sports. Like, go Ty Cobb. Racist, one of the greatest baseball players of all time. Yep, he was he was a racist. What are we going to cancel the Hall of Fame now because you know there's a racist in the Hall of Fame? Like it's 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 crazy. When are we going to stop? We had like, when has it ever in history banning books been on the right side of history? Never. It's never. It, it's never. always it's always started with that and ended up with something terrible. It's 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 terrible. It's it's really it, we're on a slippery slope right now. Yeah. And I'm very nervous personally because and that's why I got so heated earlier about the masks, because it's so important. Like I always tell people like, OK, cool. That when they come for the guns because they just passed it in the House, it's going to the Senate. Mm -hmm. um, if that gun legislation passes, it's, it's going to make it virtually unaffordable to own firearms for certain people. Yes. Yeah, um, and they're 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 doing a lot of things to infringe on our firearms rights. And I'm like, okay, cool. They're going to come for our firearms. And once they pass that law, like if they pass the UN arms deal, they'd literally every, the majority of Americans would be like, oh, I guess it's the law now. We have to turn over our firearms. Will there be people that won't? Absolutely. Will it be the majority? Absolutely not. Because if you can't take off a mask and, and disobey that way, you're never going to be able to stand your ground and say, no, you're not taking my firearms. Right. And that's what it's going to come down to because they're going to come in, come in and take them if you don't want to give them. Um, and that's and you're going to have to stand your ground. And there's going to be people like, all right, cool, I don't want to deal with this. Here you go, take them. And they're going to take our firearms willingly. They're going to walk right in our houses and they're going to take them. So this is why we have to stand up when it comes to the masks because it's, it's one thing after the other. It's death by a thousand cuts once again. Yep. Yeah, I you saw know, some. It, of the, I saw some of the hearings yesterday on, on Capitol Hill, and I saw 
some of the people like uh, Bobert, uh, Marjorie Green, and and Madison Cawthorn, who are all out there, kind of, you know, and they're, they're players in the game. I wouldn't really call them, you know, Patriots by I any means. It's just the fact that they were out there, kind of making a, you know, stand in regards to taking them. So, well, I expect a false flagging coming. Oh, it, it's been well because, overdue. I think I think they yeah. can't they can't figure it out right now. It's like we need to open shit up so we can do the false flags, but at the same time we need to keep things closed so we keep the uh, people obedient. You're absolutely right. Um, I really well, that's pretty sweet, sweet blade. Um, this no, is, you're, this you're, is my they're, steak. They're knife. like that meme with the guy sweating and he's got two buttons to choose. It's like <laughs> open up and and do a false flag or keep the everybody in their house, keep everything closed, and they got to choose um, when they're trying to figure it out. But <laughs> um, but it's 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 gonna come. Remember when they they passed the UN arms deal in the, in the House and it kept going to the Senate. Yep. Every time, right before it was gonna hit the Senate floor, there was a mass shooting. There was a shooting going on. It was like clockwork. Um, so I really expect because because if you really think that if the Senate passed it, Obama Barry Sorteta wasn't going to sign it, you're out of your mind. He was going to sign it as fa- as soon as it hit his desk, and then all of a sudden the American people would believe that the UN has uh, usurped the Constitution and they make the rules on our firearms. It's no longer uh, a, a constitutional republic, and every American would be like, "Oh, okay, the law says we have to give our firearms back." The UN is going to come in and take them. Yeah. Like if you see those little blue helmets, that's time we got to start doing something. Like that's not a good situation. It's called headshot time. Yeah, you know it's also yeah. not a good situation now that that 1.97 trillion dollar uh, American Rescue Plan Act has been passed. The uh, progressive left is now urging the administration to finish the two trillion dollar climate change program plan. Climate change. Yeah. And and we could parlay that climate change and COVID relief bills right into the increasing crisis on the southwest border. Um, hey, we live on the southwest border. We sure do. do we? And and do you guys know that over the past 51 days, that over 12,000 undocumented migrants have been released into the United States, and there have been hundreds of them who have tested positive for COVID. Wow. But yeah. we can't. We kids can't go to school. Right. I can't, can't go, go to restaurants. Buffalo Wild open wings. up businesses. Yeah. I can't go to Buffalo Wild Wings on a Tuesday and see uh, how many taps I can make it through. I do think this is the current administration's uh, attempt to cast revenge on governors 100%. like Greg Abbott for opening up his state, even though they failed to mention the fact that Connecticut decided to open up with 17 other states this Monday. Full go, no mask mandates, return to in-school learning, businesses, restaurants, gyms, churches, etc. California's on that list, right? California's not on that list. Oh, damn. Yeah, we're not. I can just smell the freedom. Yeah, like I wish. I wish we could I smell wish. it. It smells like soy over here. Yeah, so we can't. <laughs> we can't go out. We can't go out. We can't eat in restaurants. We can't go to the gym. We can't go to church. Our kids can't go to school. But undocumented migrants can be released in the United States, maskless, COVID positive. Unaccompanied children are getting school, and it's costing nearly eight hundred dollars a day per person to house them. Now, here's the thing. I was listening to War Room today, and Peter Navarro was on, who crunched some really good numbers for the previous administration as a senior advisor to Donald Trump. He's talking about between where we're at from January 20th and one fiscal year later, anywhere between 2.5 and 3 million undocumented migrants from all over the world being released into the United States. 
That is correct. His numbers have been painstakingly accurate over the course of the, the last three years that he was a senior advisor for the Trump administration. So it, it's, it's something really, really scary to look into. Um, the facilities are overran. The kids in cages or migrant They're detention. not targeting pedophiles. Right. They're just no. going to let them run around free and... You know, I actually I actually heard today on the news that uh, Border Patrol, CBP, and the DEA are actually down in Panama, which is one of the bottlenecks where a lot of these people, not from Mexico, make their way up to the United States from. It's like the start of the route. And they're getting people, dozens of people by the minute that are coming in from countries, every country under the sun that you would think... They try to make it seem like every, all the file footage on TV, all the stuff that you hear the complaints about, make it seem like it's the Mexican people from Mexico coming over the border. When it's directly related to, like, human trafficking and narcotics, that's true. But when you get into the fact of the people who are coming over, it's 100% false. Yeah. Mexico has one of the lowest rates of people coming across the border illegally right now. And all the countries in South America, Africa, and the Middle East are the ones where the numbers are skyrocketing. And, Honduras, uh, yeah. Guatemala. But but also like Jordan, Yemen, Iraq, Iran, Pakistan, Afghanistan, countries of those nature, Morocco. There's tons of people coming in from those places, in addition to places like Russia and uh, Armenia. So, and they yeah. come through the southern border? Well, well I guess the, the only place you could fly into where you can have like a passport but you don't need like visas or stamps is Colombia or Panama. And once you get down there in South America from whatever country you flew from, whether it be Afghanistan, China, Iran, that's where you start the trek uh, to make your way up. And then there's a, there's a certain spot in Panama where they have like a, uh, a mail center where all of your documents are turned over for a monetary amount and sent to wherever you're going to be going in the United States. So eventually when you make that trek up through Guatemala, Honduras, and into Mexico, and then to the United States at the southwest border, you could present yourself as undocumented, literally, and wherever you're going to go, that's where you had all of your shit, which would include money, passports, visas, identification, anything of that nature, inland to the United States. So it's a, it's a way of circumventing the system. I wonder if Soggy Eye Flaps has anything to do with this. Oh, I'm sure he does. Jabba the Hutt himself, George Soros? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we try not to, we, we, we've already removed his name from our vocabulary on our show because we get removed instantly. He bring, it. bring it. He's bring probably, it. He's probably a big fan yeah. of your yeah. show. Well, I, yeah, you guys are still on Spotify. We got to step your game up, dude. We got to get. We're trying, dude. If you listen to our last week's episode, and I usually QC our episodes like two or three times just to make sure that there's no major fuck ups, things that I've missed, because I executive produce this show and I try to like make sure if there's things that we really wanted to cover or needed to cover that we felt like our listeners should be, you know, hearing some commentary on, we'll include it in the following week. I have literally said on multiple occasions that this past election was fraudulent. I said is illegitimate. I said that the current president has stolen the election. Canceled. And, and yeah, and we just can't Canceled. get off Spotify. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Canceled. So, Keep trying. Yeah. yeah. You'll get there eventually. <laughs> you'll get there eventually. I, I mean, we've crunched the numbers, and we think we're getting like 10K-ish listeners a week. And, we have a lot of uh, streamers that's hard to target, but yeah. we have a lot of downloads. Just, just Every week our, it's our getting more and more. So we're getting there. You, but, yeah, but if we get canceled from Spotify, it'd be an honor. It would. Spotify honor and, and a like first stripe on your jujitsu belt. Yeah, yeah you know, right. We're Spotify. stuck at. I mean, I think we have a pretty solid show, but we're stuck at white belt right now. It sucks. <laughs> Damn it. So, I don't know the amount of times that you've been suspended from Twitter. That's true. 
Yeah, yeah. Who got joined in the show, by the way? Is, is, oh, this is Dakota. Oh, Dakota made Zella. it. He decided to wake up and come down. Yeah. He overslept. What's up, my man? Hello. So, so um, yeah, but, but getting back to the crisis on, on, on the southwest border, you know, the, the administration this week said that the surges that we're having Surge. tend to respond to hope. But now that the borders are completely wide open and that the fact that they've been choked out of a better life for nearly the last four years. And uh, why don't the media go down there? Why won't they let them go down to the reception centers, the overflow facilities and see what's really going on? That's why it's a big psyop. That's why certain shows are going down to South America so they could actually see the people that are eventually coming up here before they get here. You know, what Vice News needs to do instead of putting out bullshit all day is infiltrate the caravan and then just make their way here and see people all the have already that done happened. that dude they're wearing flip-flops they got iphones like oh yeah yeah you're t- you're saying someone that from we're, vice news right that someone wearing propaganda all this bullshit and, have, and having a brand new yeah. samsung literally yeah. walk live 10, streaming miles it to get yeah here. get the fuck out so of we, here we've already saw documentary yeah, james o'keefe he needs to clean clean clothes that. like if you're yeah. walking thousands of miles yep. and, and you show like, up with jordans on yeah. go fuck yeah, yourself not, okay your i'm not, not gonna, gonna deal with that pristine like where are you showering where are you cleaning yourself like why do you have fresh clothes on every day like what's going on? Yeah, They're I smell worse than you in. do, and you walked five thousand miles from Honduras. And they had wristbands too. Yeah, get the fuck. Well, out we, of we saw document documentaries on there. I think there's one on Netflix from the 2019 migrant caravan surge that showed like literally as soon as the file footage of them walking stopped, they were brought to camps, they were fed, they were bathed, they left a huge fucking disaster, and then they were loaded up into semi trucks and driven for the yeah. next day's part of the trip. These people gain yep. weight since they start this journey. Yeah. They're eating so well. Yeah. Okay. Little children are totally fine, like walking thousands of miles. Yeah. I, I, I started a five hundred one c three with my, one of our other co-hosts, okay. uh, Nick, um, and we did this a while ago. We plan on eventually doing this again, hopefully underneath the We the People brand. That'd be um, awesome. But we were we were going to skateboard across the country. Uh, from Venice Beach, California to Point Pleasant, New Jersey to raise money for autism. Love Point Pleasant, New Jersey. That's a long ass. Pretty cool place. I'm right from, I'm right from close to there. So we were going to do, we were going to, we were going to do this and, um, a lot, a lot of things happened that had to cancel it, but we did a short trip, a hundred miles from New Jersey to Scranton. Okay. And just that hundred miles was brutal. Like that was a lot of fucking work. And to think that these people are walking thousands and thousands of miles. In chanclas. Yeah, and in chancletas. Chancletas. Come on, bro. their kids with the chanclas. Like, they're throwing them 50 yards down the field. Did you ever see that video? Yeah. Of the woman who comes out of her house, chases her daughter, and throws it 50 yards, and just bonks her right in the head. That's my Legendary. <laughs> that is the most amazing thing ever. That was like, me and my mom. I believe yeah, if, you're, if you're if you're in the Latin household, absolutely. My wife's Mexican. All my Spanish friends. I got I've gotten the chancleta before. There's chanclas in this house I've never seen being worn. They're just utilized as weapons. Yeah, I mean you sleep you sleep with them under your pillow like a like a firearm. Do you wear these or you just use them as frisbees? It's like the Italians. We got the wooden spoon. Oh, my wooden, mom used you know. to use a spoon that had a hole in it, and that son of a bitch would whistle before it hit your ass. <laughs> I had, my mom had the wooden spoon. Whack! <laughs> and it, my dad had a belt collection, and it was always oh. like, but we didn't call it the belt. I don't know for some reason we called it the strap. That's that's and, some old school like slavery type shit. And when my dad, when we used to come home, my dad would get the report, and before he even oh. got undressed, we went in the room. He would open up his closet door, and they would just be yeah. there presented. Which one you want? Yep. There, like a there was like a white LED one. light underneath. There was like a white Ooh. one that was kind of built. 
it was kind of big, but didn't hurt as much. So I always picked that one. My dad, see, my childhood was jacked up because my dad worked from like 3 a.m. to like 12 because he's in construction. So when I came home, my dad was the first person there. So if I was getting my ass whooped, my mom wasn't there to save me. It would be like three hours of getting my ass beat, and then my mom would come home. Like, Mom, help me. And then she would turn on me and be like, what'd you do to piss off your father? And then it'd be like a recurrence. So it was never like, wait till your father gets home. It'd be like. So there was like levels to your beating. Yeah. It was like, I'm home. What's happening? Whack. The the one thing I I hated more than anything when I was little, when me and my brother and sister were being bad, was when my mom had it, she said, that's it. Wait till your father gets home. I was like, yep. See, my dad was like, you better hope your mom comes home quicker. Because I'm about to beat your shit. And I'm like, oh, God. Yep. And my dad's old school, dude. Yeah. My dad's oh, My dad wore pinky rings on both fingers. So the backhand. <laughs> mm. I grew just, up with a single mom, so I just got my ass beat all the time. Oh, there you mom. go. There you go. You my know, dad the, did the high pri- heel dagger. My dad did oh. prison time. He's a gangster. Mm-hmm. And when he would go off. Oh, man. It was. Mom, come home, please. <laughs> so you got shanked by your dad? <laughs> Come save me. This is crazy. You know you fucked up when your dad just like yeah. slides the bar of soap across yeah. the floor. What is this, Shawshank Redemption? Can uh, you stop? I don't beating? give a shit. Yeah. We ain't gonna show no bruises. Soap and a sock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny because nowadays, like, I have three kids, and like, if my kids are acting up in public, they're getting smacked. Yeah. I'll smack my kid in the back of the head, knock it and off. And you're going to fucking jail. And then some Karen's in the corner culture. with her four masks on, and she's looking at you, and I'm like, what? You want some of this too? Yeah, exactly. Back up. It's like that slapping video on YouTube. You guys seen that? Which one? It's like a guy at a birthday party and he just starts slapping everyone. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, <laughs> <and he's> like, <laughs> the police come and he's like, You want some of this? And he slaps yeah, the fucking That's face. literally what it is. <laughs> and then people will be like, Your kids are so well behaved. I'm like, Yeah, because there's physical repercussions if they don't behave. They're fucking terrified. Well, I don't know if you guys I'm know so that. Respect. My son's four year he's four years old and he'll meet new people. And I go, shake their hand, and he'll go, hi. And now he's learning sir and ma'am. Four years old. And people are like, hey, so well behaved. I'm like, how dare you? Yeah. Yo, he's going to fuck that shit up one time. He's going to meet like a transgender. Yeah. He's going to be like, dad, I don't know what this is. I'll come, I'll come to bed for him. Or the other don't day. Don't even give him that bad juju, dude. Like, no, we don't. Terrible. Yeah, speak, speaking that's of getting terrible. banned from Spotify. Well, she's a guy. So. Tra- trans right or not. Well, she's are not you straight or super straight? Super straight. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm glad that we've we've clarified. No, actually, I apologize. On our show, Anthony found has discovered that I'm a uh, tran- trans-dimensional, gender-neutral unicorn. That's how I identify <laughs> myself now, um, according to Anthony. So um, <laughs> I'd like to be addressed properly that I'm a trans-dimensional, gender-neutral unicorn. What's your pronoun? Um, Haven't thought about. Tr- Transdimensional unicorn. Like. Mine are win <laughs> and winning. I love the people that have their pronouns in their Instagram bio. No, I, I put win and winning as in my last hey. banned Twitter account, and it was gone. Like I made the account, <laughs> I wrote that stuff. It said, "Hey, follow new people." So the first person that came up was Elon Musk. So I clicked on him, and as soon as I clicked on him, the white screen dropped down. <laughs> it said, "Your profile contains things that might be, you know, uh, offensive to other people." So. I was like, how dare you call them people? Yeah. And then they just banned that one. How dare you identify as me offensive? So, yeah, we're, we're on our fifth Twitter account right now. It's a coworker using a VPN. Yeah, we're like using some South American VPN. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we do log in in Chile sometimes. 
we lost our first account and I've been using a VPN ever since and it's worked out pretty well. Yeah, some some people have made claims that they they if you get banned enough, they wind up getting like the actual IMEI. Well, yeah, of your phone, but yes. I'm, I'm not there yet. Sometimes, like, I'll, <laughs> I feel like you are. I'll shit post on Twitter sometimes, and as soon as I press the send button, it'll send me a thing. It's like, hey, we need to verify your email. And then I have to text my friend at like 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, bro, when you wake up, send me the six digit code so I can fucking verify this. It's shit. only valid for five minutes. Hurry the fuck up. <laughs> have you seen our backup Twitter account? No. Noah no. made an epic backup. It's like our logo, the Sacred Twitter Breakfast enough. guy. With like a monograph, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. And a fake mustache, and it's hilarious because it's like instead of being the people's and it podcast, says like, we're not clearly the, not the yeah. people's podcast. We're not the people's <laughs> podcast. And instead of steak, the guy's eating a piece of cheese. Yeah. Well, so I have government to cheese. My last statement because it actually VPN hasn't worked out well for me. I totally forgot that they removed my personal Instagram. They removed my Facebook. Oof. I still can't create a Facebook. I think they got my IMEI number. I yeah. can't use the Facebook app. Like I can create an account on like somebody else's <laughs> random computer, but then once I open it up on my my phone on my app, it will literally just disappear. Yeah. It won't be like, "All right, this account doesn't work." I'm I won't like, oh, even great. I won't even go on those those apps. Like my, my personal accounts anymore. Like first of all, 90% Gone. of the shit on there makes me cringe. And all of my kid pictures and stuff are on there. So I don't even, like, our accounts for this show and the accounts that we've made for Steak for Breakfast, completely separate from my personal accounts. And I don't even, the occasional kid pic, maybe a pic of me and my wife every once in a while, like, hey, yay, we went out for this holiday. But no shit posting anymore, even though it's tempting sometimes. Well, my regular Twitter account got suspended for a little bit. Because somehow I got linked to one of the shit posting accounts. Oh, imagine that. That you had. I'll stop tagging. Lala, I like stuff. I like your getting, getting another claw. <laughs> I'm glad none of, I'm glad none of the boys are drinking because Don, Donnie Jr. put out that tweet the other day or that post the other day about men drinking white claws, and I 100 percent agree. Yeah, men should. I, not I did see that. I know a lot of people hate on them, but it just yeah, if you're a play. girl, go rock out with a white claw all Let day. If, yep. you're a girl. if you but come if you're over to my house around, and you can't shoot bourbon. Yeah, if you're, you if you're running around at parties and you're drinking White Claw, like, you might as well be you want, eating, drinking yeah. soy milk. and you Stand by. It's nonsense. It's nonsense. Beer and whiskey is all I'll drink. Yeah, same here. I don't drink a lot. I don't drink a lot to begin with. I, I really don't. I smoke weed all day. Oh, there you go. Um, <laughs> um, but, uh, no, I, yeah, I, I don't like, I don't like uh, not being able to do anything, especially as I get older. Like, you, you have a day of drinking. The next day you're out of commission. Like you're not doing anything. You're not even thinking. You're just like, uh, just I want to die. You know what? Uh, else makes me want to die. The fact that Merrick Garland was confirmed this week by the Senate in a 70 to 30, and I'm air quoting, bipartisan vote, which included Senate Minority Leader, Senate Uniparty Leader, Mitch the Turtle from. The never-ending story, McConnell. Were you um, surprised? I, you know, he voted negative in his Supreme Court nomination, but I also, at the same time, wasn't surprised that, you know, the minority leader of the Uniparty would confirm someone who, during his confirmation hearing, wouldn't give any opinion on the death penalty, uh, a revision or retraction of the Second Amendment. Uh, domestic terrorism, where he compared Antifa attacking federal properties at night as not on the same level as the Stop the Steal insurrection on January 6th because federal employees were not present 
when Antifa attacked federal courthouses at night. And federal employees were present on January 6th when the Capitol was, I don't know, insurrected. Um, and still wouldn't vote on whether or not he decided uh, or give any insight into whether uh, illegal border activity, which included human trafficking, human smuggling, and narcotics, uh, would be still considered illegal and not for the things like the bodies or the drugs that would be coming across. It would be for the people who were transporting them. So me you personally, when, when you look at Merrick Garland as a whole, we all know what happened in 2016 and the Uniparty completely double standarded it with Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and Comey Barrett uh, by getting them all confirmed. And I really do feel that even though he played a bumbling retard during his confirmation hearings, uh, this is going to be a huge, we're looking at some big time revenge coming back on the boomerang from from the other side of the aisle in regards to him actually getting con confirmed. I have some deep, 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 deep Doesn't he concerns. have Raytheon connections too? He just certainly does. And uh, I, I don't know if you've heard on the show, we've talked about it a couple of times, what his feelings are on uh, people who are locked up in for proxy terrorism. So I'll explain it in the quickest way possible is, let's say they scoop up a whole bunch of people, and, and, and let's just say even more hypothetically, they throw them all in Gitmo. And after extensive vetting and all the processes that they go through to finding out what these people have to do with, let's just say you're completely innocent of anything. You were just pretty much wrong place at wrong time. For optics only, he is keeping people like this locked up forever in Guantanamo Bay because it would look bad to release someone who was originally scooped up in a terrorism raid. So... Just imagine, as they continue to criminalize the patriots in this country, um, the anons in this country, and people of that well, the nature. Patriot Act rings. It's, it's Chuck, a very Sh real Chuck thing. Schumer's Patriot Act 2.0 is is definitely coming back hot now. So, also Merrick Garland, he didn't refuse to give an answer on what he'd do with Special Counsel Johnny Durham. Yep. Um, which I find very interesting. Um, in that situation that because i we, we you'd be hard pressed to tell me that you didn't believe you didn't believe that merrick Garland would get confirmed like i knew he was going to get confirmed oh absolutely I, we all knew it so when he had his confirmation hearings and he wasn't answering those things i was like all right he's gonna get confirmed and i think it's gonna get to push comes to shove because they're gonna like you think about it well it would look really really bad if he removed john durham as a special counsel it would, it would be like uh trump removing Mueller yep. as a special counsel It'd be the same. They're not Trump uh, sessions. Sessions, I should say. Yeah. Um, it'd be the same kind of optics. But I really just don't think they care, and they're going to use the media to cover it up and kind of sweep it under the rug like they do with everything else. So I think they're going to attempt to remove John Durham. And if that's the case, they're going to have the the Durham investigation is going to have to start producing evidence and start unsealing indictments. Otherwise, they're going to just be removed and it's going to be meaningless and i have a hard time believing that that's the case there's been no leaks whatsoever in this case the only thing that's really been said is the the fact that it's a criminal investigation mm -hmm. that's the only thing that's really been said about the john durham case every single other major case and investigation like think of how many leaks came out of the russia investigation yep. with Mueller. think about oh, they how were many well, absolutely, yeah. but but that's what makes me believe this Durham investigation is is realer than people like people are like oh nothing's happening he's not doing anything. Well, 
why are they keeping such a lid on everything that's going on behind the scenes? Why is it a criminal investigation? What is he really doing? And if it was nonsense and it was part of the deep state's plan, they'd be releasing things and trying to steer the narrative. They're trying every which way to figure out what this guy is doing. They can't. They have no idea. Like, look at what they did with the bar, the bar hearing. Whatever you want to say about bar and the questions they asked bar, though, about John Durham. They were they were fishing so hard to figure out what this guy was investing. They don't even know what he's looking into. Like they have no clue. So if they're going to remove him, it's going to have to come push push come to shove. And if they remove him and nothing happens, that's going to be a uh, a very telling sign for a lot of people, in my opinion, um, because it's very odd to me that there's been no leaks in a case as big as this that's been going on for four years almost. When you, October tw- when, when you October know about 27th, all seventh. The- 28th, 2017. And when you know about all the dirty people and non-patriots that are in our government right now, the fact that there's been no leaks has been overwhelmingly surprising to me as well. I, I think it's uh, definitely something that that's how a grand jury is supposed to work. Yep. There's not supposed to be leaks. Yep. And we've been brainwashed to think that, oh, we're going to get information on these grand jury cases because the media is going to do investigations. No. The media is told what to tell us about their investigations that they're going through, mm-hmm. and they have nothing to tell us about the John Durham case. They have no clue. They're literally running around in circles trying to figure out, chasing their tail, figure out what this guy's even investigating. Yep. They don't even know. Like, he could be doing the, the Clinton investigation. He could be doing uh, Uranium One. He absorbed the Huber, Huber investigation, which was directly into the Clinton Foundation. So – there's so many different avenues that he could he could be tied into Maxwell and and to the Epstein case. Like there's so many avenues that he could have taken because it's all connected. Yeah, it's all one giant cover up to cover up another thing to cover up another thing, and it's all connected. And they're scrambling to try to figure this out. So I really think that there is uh, something to that investigation, and I'm really looking forward to information coming out. Same, same. I, so I, I'm not I'm not too worried about Merrick Garland to be honest. No, I just think when it comes back um, to him possibly redefining things along the lines of domestic terrorism in regards to people like us, you know, people that are out here holding the line, people that are investigating, truth-seeking, light-bringing, shit-posting, meme-making, um, that, that's the only place that I have, I, I have some concerns. And I know a lot of the people that might be even... I don't want to say investigated, but scooped up into shit of that redefining would probably be for optics only. You know, it would be people that were probably red flags anyways. But I, but to me, it's just there's a little bit of concern that I, I do feel, you know, w- when you look at some of the players who are working behind behind the scenes, Susan Rice, John Kerry, Barack Obama, and their ties to Merrick Garland and, and what that administration was doing kind of shadow governmently uh, over the course of the last four or five years, I, I, I just feel bad that some people well, are going to wind up getting fucked over and in, in, in stuff, you know, regards, re- regarding him. Really think about what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Really, because there's, 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 there's some things that are unexplainable. Unexplainable. Uh, unexplainable. And really think about what's going on. Um, I know you guys haven't really dove into your audience with Patriot Insider, yep. but... We're kind of baby something stepping that, him through that, but give us a little... Uh, something that he always says, or the, the, the team always says, is think mere. And if you really think about what's going on in the beginning of Trump's administration, they had the 
Mueller investigation. Russia, Russia, Russia. Mm -hmm. You had people like John Kerry and Barry Sortetto flying clandestinely to all these places, like John Kerry was working closely with Iran. Then you had Barry would go two weeks before or two weeks after to all of the locations that Trump would go to uh, and speak with all the leaders. And they were flying around clandestinely. Now, fast forward to 2021, you have Joey Basements and Joey Bag of Donuts over here and um, Trump has the Durham investigation going. That's going on. And you have Trump flying around clandestinely all over the country. Joey Baseman still hasn't given a State of the Union address. This is the first time in history that's, that it hasn't been done by, by now. Yep. The latest one was 2017 in February 28th with, with Donnie Paul Games. That was the latest one ever, ever, uh, ever done. Right. And we're still – yesterday was his first address of the nation, but we're still waiting on a State of the Union. Trump's CPAC address had a, had a very State of the Union-esque mm-hmm. feel to it, and it, it sure was did. done and we on covered, the 28th. Yeah, and we covered how some prominent names uh, went out there and, and said, you know, this has given me kind of State of the Union vibes. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Very presidential. So then, you, then you also have all of these facts that are unexplainable. Joe Biden, when he got inaugurated, he didn't take a military plane to his inauguration. He took a, he flew privately. Yep. Another fact: Joe Biden has yet to be given the call sign of Air Force One. He's and, taken a few flights. And who gives and those call signs? I believe the Air Force, the military. Okay. So that would be the military, who is yes. su- supposedly or allegedly is in control. <laughs> Bless you. Two, two. Oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus. Kamala, K- Kamala Harris. She's running around and she's just flying a regular seven thirty-seven. Camellia. These Camellia. these these are facts. These are something that have 100% happened and are going on. There's yeah. no explanation for any of it. And then you still have the fact that Washington D.C. is a military opera, uh, uh, a, a military occupied no. zone. It is 100% run by the military right now. It is fences and walls everywhere. And yeah. that is, and and all intelligence agencies have all come out and said, "Oh no, there's no threats to the Capitol right now. No conservatives are going to attack the Capitol right now." But yet they extend the National Guard being there. Why? For what reason? None of this makes any sense. So there's clear, clearly things going on behind the scenes. And Dan Scavino has been on fire yeah. with his Instagram stories. He has been really dropping some bombs and. Uh, making us question a lot of things that are actually happening. You have Donnie Jr. posting yesterday, we need to circle back to Donald Trump. And mm-hmm. it really seems like there's there's things going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. And and I, I, I there's no answers to these questions. And I think yeah. we're going to find out answers in the not-so-distant future. I really do. Hope like so. I think like 2022 is a nonsense. 2024 is nonsense. Um we, I think it's going to happen before then. Otherwise, I we're fucked. I hope fu- so. Otherwise, we're fucked. It, yeah. Like, really think about it. Um, and those questions aren't, aren't being answered. And uh, Trump really seems like he's in charge. Why is Joe, another fact, why is Joe Biden's name not going to be on the checks? Why I is that? I did hear Trump's name was going to be on these checks. That's really? a rumor. That's a rumor. And that's, that's what I hate about people in the community. Well, like, I, I love this community, and this community is so important to share information. Um, and 
if there was no Patriot Insider, I don't think there would be the community that we have yeah. right now sharing this information everywhere because that's kind of what I think Patriot Insider was really there for, to, to build digital soldiers that are going to share this information far and wide because if, if there was none, it would just be a, you know, a small fraction of individuals that are sharing mm-hmm. this information and no one would really see it on social media and it would be very easy for them to silence and censor it. Now everybody sees it. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, I really feel like the community itself, they get caught in these fairy tale stories and these fairy fairy tale things that never were never said once by Patriot Insider. Just because they sound really cool, they mm-hmm. it, it makes sense, um, or whatever, and this is what the media latches onto. The media never covers the actual substance of the posts. Yeah. They never actually talk about what Patriot Insider is actually talking about. They always talk about what the community's talking about, what all the anons are talking about. And they they harp on that. Like most recently, they're like, "Oh, Patriot, the, the, the Patriot Insider people are going to uh, tr- saying Trump's going to be inaugurated on March 4th. No, he didn't. Just a couple yeah. of anon said that. Absolutely. When did Patriot Insider ever say that once? Never once. And and I've been saying since the beginning, like that's nonsense. Like we need to mm-hmm. like, you know. And they, I I have such a problem with the JFK Jr. theory. Yep. Like I have a big issue with it. It sounds really cool. There's a lot of evidence pointing towards the fact that. Uh, the Kennedy family are heavily involved in this plan, mm-hmm. but there's no evidence pointing towards him being alive. It's or just speculation. Life. It's yep. just, yeah, it's just nonsense. Yeah. And it's a cool fairy tale ending. And at the end of the day, it doesn't really mean anything. It's just a really cool story. Like, yeah, JFK Jr. is still alive. Awesome. Yeah. But still- what does that do? Does that does that end the two tier justice system? Does that hold people accountable? Does that put all these pedophiles in jail and send them to Gitmo? No, no. it doesn't. It's just really, really cool. So what does it matter? But you see the media. What do they do? Oh, all these Patriot Insider people, they believe that JFK Jr. is still alive. And it makes us look like crazy lunatics when in reality we have some very valid information that we could be talking about, like the things that I stated before about what's going on in the Capitol and the Joe Biden administration. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's a rabbit hole that will take you down so many different people. I mean, if you start looking into JFK Jr. and and his wife, like you said, it might seem promising in the beginning, but then you get into – side rabbit holes of like Princess Diana, Michael Jackson, all these people who are, who are, you know, supposedly players in the game who are still alive, even all the way down yeah. to like Elvis. Well, and, and it's just like, yeah, it, it's, it's... Well, we, we do know based on the CIA documents that were released in the first JFK D-class when President Trump first came into office mm-hmm. and he D-classed and he, he, we were supposed to get all of it, but he's like, you know, we're going to wait and release it in 2021. Um, on some of it because it's going to hurt uh, some of our intelligence. But in that D class, we found out that Hitler actually didn't die and he went off to Argentina. That was in those released documents. Yep. Those are no longer, again, another conspiracy, quote unquote, conspiracy that we people in the, the conspiracy community have been saying forever come true. Yep. He yeah. was down in Argentina. You have Tim Kennedy, he went down there. Yeah, into that was Argentina, a great show. Hunting Hitler. The, yeah, there's full Nazi towns like yep. in still those to South, this day. South America. Yeah, still to this day. Yeah, it's crazy to see because uh, we live down here on the on the southwest border. There are a lot of people who come up. They wind up migrating to Mexico and settling there. Blonde hair, blue eyes, freckled mm-hmm. people from South America that don't speak any English. That don't speak any English. It, it's so crazy to see those those communities and some of the people that that wind up coming across. Or the Chinese people that speak Chinese and English. Or Chinese and Spanish, no English. Yeah. You, you know what's a good 
Q-Team 6 right now. It's kind of a made-up name, but who are the biggest players in this game right now? Let's start. Lala, who do you think is out there right now? Q-Team 6. That would be our, our, spe our Special Forces Q-Team. The players, the comms. Who are the ones out there right now, speculation only, that you feel like um, are? We know two. Two for sure. Wait. Wait, that you think is Q, or who are putting out the comms? No, who, like who Q Team Six, team. yeah, like Q Special Forces. Um, Dan Scavino. Of course, definitely. Confirmed. Comms Master Delta Master. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Oh well, obviously, Pompeo, and I don't know if like Linwood necessarily puts out comms, but he's always dropping truth bombs. He's definitely in the know. Yeah. James, what do you think? I don't think he's in the. Well, we know Dan Scavino based on the one post where there was a, a three second delta. Yep. And Patriot Insider responded to blame Dan for this one. Because um, so he's clearly the one uh, lining up with whoever is on Patriot Insider's team with Trump's tweets because he's the social media matter. It makes sense. We know General Flynn is a part of it based on the oath that he took. 100%. Ending it. Ending it with where we go one, we go all, and then the slight nod to the Anons that only the Anons would pick up, like the regular people wouldn't pick it up because it was so quickly. But every single person that he was with, they all held up a certain amount of fingers, and the there was like six or seven of people there, and they all added up to 17 fingers. And it was like a split second, and if you didn't pause it frame by frame, you wouldn't have really noticed it. But of course, the Anons picked up on that, and he held up 17 fingers. Um, so we know Dan Scavino and, and, and Michael Flynn. We know Trump is Q+, plus, so yes. I don't know if we put that in, in the team. But then I think Pompeo is probably involved. I agree with that. I don't think Lynn Wood is in the no-no. I think he knows of the evils that go on based on his uh, um, working with John Benet Ram in the John Benet Ramsey case, because uh, I think that ties into human trafficking, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Right, um, for sure. And I think so. I think he knows of the evils that go on, but I I don't necessarily think he's part of the team. I just think he's privy to privy to some information. So you would put um, you would put him in the Mike Lindell category. Yeah, I would put him in the <laughs> Lindell category. I think it's possible that Sydney Powell is 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 involved because she was General Sydney Flynn's Powell. lawyer, so she Sydney she knows Powell. all of the the details of how they tried to frame Michael Flynn, and I think that's a very important piece of what's going on. I say all the time, like if Patriot Insiders like some some psyops, some Mossad nonsense, or the the deep state just trolling us and trying to pacify Patriots, okay, cool. But why do everything that you did to Michael Flynn? Yep, it makes yeah. no sense. You could have pulled that entire psyop off without destroying this man's life and dragging his name through the mud. Mm -hmm. Why did Barry Sortetto not want Mike Flynn uh, in his in his cabinet and working with him? Why did he come out and say, "Oh, you can you should get anybody on your team to work with you. Make sure it's your guys, but you know, not not Michael Flynn." Uh, and I forget the other two guys that he said not to have on his team. Um, but it was it, it was ridiculous. Like, why? So I think those three people are, are involved. Lynn Wood's in the know. There's six to ten or seven to ten people involved. Yep. So I, I think I think Donnie Jr. might be in the know. Um, he, he's getting there. He, a lot of comms with those books and binders that he's walking around with the last couple <laughs> of weeks. Well, also remember Eric Trump a while back tweeted that post, and it was a big a big Q, letter Q behind him on the American flag, yep. and it was like all Q sayings. And he said that, and then he took it down. He's like, "Oh, I didn't even realize." And I have a hard time to believe that 
because there's no such thing as coincidences. There's way too many coincidences. Um, so I think maybe maybe the all like you know the Trump kids. I'm very interested to see Ivanka's role in all of this. I think she's involved some way because of her role at the human trafficking. She's. she's um, I still feel like but, she's going to be the first female president someday. I don't necessarily agree with. But I don't her. trust her husband. Right. I don't trust her husband. And I don't necessarily align up with her ideologically either. But I think she's kind of in a process to where. She's getting that public face out there so that her values and views can eventually become more targeted towards America first. I, I think it's a very several years away, but I, I think eventually she's going to be the first female president. That's just I don't personal. think there's going to be a president. Ooh, I like don't it. you don't you mean though when you say that Sydney Powell? Sydney Powell. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know what? I want to actually take control right now because I ha I brought a little game for you guys. Oh, let's do it. And there's four of you, right? Yes. Okay. Well, this is a little game I like to call Fuck, Mary Kill. Oh, nice. I'm down. And it's kind of luck of the draw. Some of these aren't so bad and some of these are really bad. I want to go it's first. <laughs> okay. You have the honors by all means. <laughs> Take, All right. Take the leap. Pick a number, one through four. Three. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Sure am. Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Big Mike. Big Mike! Big Mike! <laughs> and Killery. Oh, God. That's the worst one ever, dude. <laughs> I'd kill myself. <laughs> and that's not an option. Oh. <laughs> I, that's you got it. Right. No, no, I'm done. I'm, I'm, unless you want that, that, that big sausage. Sausage. Like, I'm going for it. You want that? <laughs> Let it rip. <sighs> Fuck Nancy. Uh, yep. <laughs> Mary, one. Big Mike, and kill Hillary. You married her. Yep. Him. Him. <laughs> it. But he, but he, I could just hear Andrew Cuomo in the background, like you got to eat that sausage. Yep. <laughs> eat the sausage. You got to take pictures. The eat whole the thing. Oh, the whole man. thing. I could literally. That's all I could picture. <laughs> all right. Who's next? I'll go next. Uh, go ahead, Nick. One, two, or four. <laughs> Mm, four. Hollywood edition. Oh, nice. There you go. That's not a bad one, dude. Yeah, at least they maybe get some lookers. Kim Kardashian. Oh, your favorite. Murder. Meghan Markle. Oof. Murder. Chrissy Teigen. Jeez oh, <laughs> Louise. I think I would marry Kardashian just so I could be, she could be my sugar mama. Okay. Cool. I like that. Markle would probably just off because she's pissing me off. That'd be my choices, yeah. Kim Kardashian rakes in a lot of money. So you're marrying Kardashian, one hundred percent. So you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna bang well, the the the, 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 the you're gonna Thailand bang, tranny. The, yeah, sure, that's fine. The baby eater. You're, well, remember you're that if I'm rich. he's also a cannibal if he had the chance. Yeah, well, there you go. That so makes sense. I have at weird standards. At, so. at least you guys would have some pillow talk. Yeah. Would you eat meat if it was human? Makes sense. All oh, right, sense. me too. Um, no, Kim yeah, Kardashian that's is. That's the only logical explanation. He would not kill Chrissy. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I draw the line. 
Oh, you're not gonna not gonna be a cannibal? At least I did the public a service by ki finally killing Hillary. Yeah. Well, you're not marrying ma marrying Meghan Merkel would be the worst decision because she cut off Harry's balls so bad. Oh yeah, she, she'd be like, be I love that meme that's going around right now of the queen in, in sunglasses and she's like, prepare the tunnel. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I can't believe, just as on a side note, that people are so wrapped up in like. Her oppress, and I'm like, dude, if I was as rich as you, you could call me whatever it's you so want. Weird. I wouldn't said, even have a cell phone. No, that, I would ditch my cell phone, and I would just be on permanent vacation. That whole mode. thing is a distraction to take away from Prince Andrew. Just like the Cuomo sexual yeah, allegations 100%. are the same thing to take away from the over 15,000 people he murdered in New York. But once again, the Without same people that are like riding with Biden and are like ex Bernie Sanders lovers and supported Hillary as the first female president are the same people who are like, oh my gosh. The, you know, the royal family's racist, and it's like, look, dude, does I'm not. Does she look black to you? No. At any stretch, the worst thing that would have at this baby is it becoming a gnarly ginger. No offense. Like I'm if, only if, a half ginger, dude. If oh, you're, you but that's what I'm saying is like, if you're worried about the skin color, this baby is gonna be more ginger than anything else. Yep. So if you have an issue, it's like, it's. You think this baby's going to come out looking you black? on an everyday personal basis what the royal family does, whether they're racist, like... What I don't get... Yeah, and people like we were like... Earlier, remember Queen Elizabeth is probably racist. Like, yeah. She, like, she was she born in probably, 1700. Like, okay. I'm more concerned yeah. with the fact that she probably eats babies or yes. kills them. I'm or, more concerned yes, that she's not, still alive. How does that happen? Or, or, or she's Prince <laughs> or Prince Philip, like, how is that guy still walking? He's like a mummy, a walking hey, mummy. Right? You, you want to know what though? We're, we're getting away from the fact of the matter right now. Yeah, yeah. Let's J get James, back to my James list is Dakota. Here. Who oh, wants are it? Are you excited now after those? Yeah, let's two? go. I'll take, <laughs> I had an easy I'll one because 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 uh, I'm a Yankees fan. I want to go with uh, number two for Derek. Ooh, the okay. Well, the I will captain. say that the they already took the worst off the table. Okay. Oh, you're welcome, <laughs> Dakota. We're we're good. Yeah, we'll take saved. Two. Number two is. Kaylee, McGinney. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Lauren Boebert and Melania Trump. Oh, that's hard. That's actually, Win! <laughs> that's really... uh, can I marry all three of them? <laughs> um, I'll marry all three of them. Um, I don't know. Um, I want to marry Kaylee, but I feel like if we got into an argument, I'm losing every single you're time. Definitely, you're definitely an assassin. You're um, losing it. So I'm going to... Uh, he would I'm have gonna, it in her binder the last yeah, time. Yeah, she would show up with that. a binder and you'd be screwed. Um, So I'm going to kill Laura because I can't do that to either Melania and I can't do that to Kaylee. So, I can see it. Sorry, Laura. I, sorry. Sorry. It's a really tough choice. So I guess I'm going to marry Melania because she's just a great, a great woman and a trophy wife and unbelievable person. Absolute smart. And, and I probably could mm -hmm. win a few arguments. Um, because I don't know. The, she's really smart, too. She's Oh, she's brilliant. She could win an argument in five languages. She's, yeah. Oh, well, that's seven, the thing. She talked turn mad on. shit to me in another language, and yeah. I'd have no clue. Like, I'd, I'd feel like I won the argument, and she's yeah. walking away, speaking another language. Talk dirty to But it's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I don't know. That's, that's fine. Yeah, I love the accent. And then I'd have to, I'd have to fuck Kaylee, even though I feel really bad doing it. She's like <laughs> the girl next really door. Like she's yeah, like right. the perfect. I want to like, apologize girl in next advance, <laughs> but it's a game. Yeah, I just, like that's tied. Not that she's three, listening though. or anything, you know. But if she, I was. Hit, <laughs> you never, you never <laughs> fucking know who she was. <laughs> I hit the jackpot with that one. Number two, yeah. Derek Jeter coming in clutch. <laughs> All right, big one. You're up. Big one. All right, you ready? Sure. Marjorie Taylor Greene, mm -hmm. 
Christy Noam, the governor of South Dakota. Okay. Mary, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Sydney Powell. Sydney Powell. Sydney Powell. Uh, Mary, governor of South Dakota. Okay. Fuck Sydney Powell. Nice. And then kill the first one. Your class. You're cool. Marjorie Green. Yeah. No hesitation. That's a that's a really good one. You'd have to wear a cheetah like, print no, if listen, you're gonna do Marjorie this. Yeah. Green, Marjorie Green is is a legend. The fact I I don't like that she denounced Patriot Insider, but yep. when she was trolling the woman across her hallway, uh, the other congresswoman who <laughs> had the, the transgender the only two sign. So, so I epic. think she did that for optics, though. To be honest, it's with still you. Su- it's still super base, though. Yeah, I agree epic. with you, Lala. I'm I'm not saying you're wrong. I just feel like that. Like I can't stand that. Like everybody's praising her for like my mask is. You, I as, agree. This is Joe Biden. I'm like, okay, if that's the case, then take off the fucking mask. Like, mm-hmm. just take it off. Like, make a statement. Be yeah. that one who's like, no, I'm not playing this stupid charade. We all right. know it's she, nonsense. She did tweet yesterday though that there is apparently a mask revolt going on in, on Capitol Hill right now, and that she's joining it. So little too, too little, too late, but. It, you know, yeah. she that was that was her platform at that point. Rather than getting praised for where the, what her mask said, take the damn thing off. Like here, remember smiles. Like I have pretty white teeth, so I I'd kill her for that reason alone. Um, but, yeah, I feel the same about her. But uh, dang Dakota, you said Christy he fucked Sydney Powell. That's a good player. I like it. Yo, kill it, Dakota, bro. we made off like bandits. That's gonna be like, awkward when she's on the show. We are living. We are living. <laughs> the, we are living life here. Well, you want to know what? I'll make a sex tape like yeah. you made one with Kim Kardashian. There Dude, if I married Kim Kardashian, you guys would never see me. I would throw my phone out. I would delete everything. I would be. You know, well, she is single again, so you have a chance. A sewer model as well. She's got some money, dude. Like, it's not about. Not it's just. I'm literally. It's just about money at that point. It's about money. Like that's an independent woman. Melania Trump. Well, well you know, Melania Trump's that, we don't have a Sidney Powell sex tape, but what we do have is some audio from an interview she did yesterday with uh, Kim uh, Kardashian. No, not Kim Kardashian. <laughs> and she gave a little insight to what's going on right now. So let's check it out and see what Sidney Powell. Sydney Powell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Had to say. That tainted that entire argument. What, what is it about, and I, you know, if you can't speak freely about this, I understand. Why did William Barr, why did he let us down like that? Was Is it that he wanted to protect the institution of his department? I mean, what, what could it have been? Why didn't he come through for us? Frankly, I think it's something much darker than that. I, I can't say what. I have no personal knowledge, but I do have knowledge of other people being threatened and uh, horribly intimidated by threats and extortion and even the, the murder of Kelly Leffler's young staffer in Georgia. That was no car accident. He was vaporized by whatever the explosion was. Some people who know more about it than I do tell me it had to have been thermite to have triggered a fireball such as happened in that car. And then the Georgia Bureau of Investigation agent who was investigating it uh, was found dead by gunshot wound to the head within a week. I mean, this, there is seri- there are trillions of dollars of global wealth at stake. There are people from both political parties that are implicated in all the crimes here, and there were crimes committed, destruction of evidence being among them. I, I mean... There are any number of crimes that could have and should have been prosecuted arising from this election for all kinds of fraud. 
And then there's the international aspect of it, because there's substantial evidence, and I think there'll be more forthcoming, that China and Iran played a large role in uh, flipping votes for Biden and rigging this election. What can you tell us, give us a sense of the names on both sides of the aisle? I mean, what, I, I don't know if you can or not. Uh, I got to ask the question who, who in the other, I mean, I think Barr obviously let us down and did some things that are dark, as you say, who, who else? I mean, who else? I really don't know, but I think, frankly, I would encourage law enforcement to investigate the Republicans in the states uh, in which the fraud was so blatant and the city and county officials, regardless of their party in each of the six cities in which such egregious fraud happened. I mean, we now know Georgia has found 404,000 ballots for which they cannot trace the quote chain of custody, end quote, meaning those ballots are not valid. They have to be thrown out. Right. In Pennsylvania now, I think is uh, somebody said there were 423,000, I think, that are invalid in Pennsylvania. Yeah, Georgia and Pennsylvania clearly on the on the radar of, of everybody who follows this. So right. Sydney, from a from a legal perspective, let's let's give ourselves permission to dream for a minute. Let's let's say that hypothetically you prevail uh, in in some of these. And I know that the Supreme Court has already thrown some of these out. But again, we're going to dream for a moment. If they if if we if you were able to categorically prove that an election that, that these votes were invalid, what happens then? Are the, are the votes just discounted and the numbers retallied for the candidates? Or is there another election? What, what happens if, if we were to win and prevail on this thing? Well, we're definitely in unprecedented territory here, but there are a couple of possibilities. It depends on what fraud is proven and how it's proven and how how determinative the actual vote count, the correct vote count could be, you know, the, the certainty with which you could calculate the actual intended vote count of American citizens who voted. So we won't know until we get farther down the road of this what the proper remedy is. It could be that the Supreme Court winds up ordering a new election and that could be done promptly. It could be that states recall their electors because of the fraud. Fraud vitiates everything. It vitiates any contract, any conduct should be vitiated by the kind of fraud we're seeing here. And the international interference with the election is uh, an additional issue that explains what happened. So we've got to get further down the road. The main thing we need right now is actual forensic audits in the six key cities that were so plagued by fraud and counterfeit ballots. I mean, we know hundreds of thousands of counterfeit ballots were trucked to different locations. We know that there was an algorithm run in the machines probably throughout the country, not just in the uh, key swing states, but throughout the country, it looks like there was, and they flipped a certain number of votes. And then there were specific instances of various local kinds of fraud that infected this election. So there's Sidney Powell giving some more insight to stuff that we've been speculating for a while, but at this point have no clear, you know, insight into what the outcomes are going to be. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's always good to hear. Sydney Powell. Sydney Powell. Powell. 
Sydney pal. There you go. Yes. <clears throat> but at the, at the same time, you know, I, I think there's a lot of coded message in there. I think there's a lot of comms. Mm -hmm. I mean, we all know she's extremely close with the Flynn family and everything that's going on with them. Yeah. And you, I think it's kind of an open-ended, the best is yet to come when it comes to hearing anything she's got to say. Mm-hmm. So. Epic. Yeah. She's the best. No cheetah print for that interview. She was wearing Damn a, it. Yeah, her usual oversized cardigan, but it was white. What? How dare she? Possible comms there. White hat. Mm. Oh. Don't dive too deep. Speaking of white hats. <laughs> Trump was, uh, it was, it was a pretty busy week for Trump. Uh, first time in NYC in a while. Uh, he made an appearance there. Yeah. Uh, he also endorsed Herschel Walker to run for a Georgia Senate seat, which I see he could easily win. Interesting. Yeah, and bring some uh, respectability back to the great Peach State. Um, he issued a statement. His statements now are coming in the form of tweets. Like, they were kind of official, you know, the office of the former yeah. whatever. They were, they were kind of official in the beginning, but now it's just like... He reminded the RNC to uh, please stop using his name. I saw that. And, and, and people freaked ads, out. Right, because out. they're refusing to endorse him off the back, so stop talking about <coughs> you know, him and his accomplishments because he could do it himself, which kind of parlays right into the other one, which came out in the form yeah. of, of a tweet when he referred to uh, some of the things regarding the China virus and Operation Warp Speed. China. When he said, hey, remember me, your favorite president. We wouldn't mm -hmm. have had these vaccines. You know, I, I had some interactions on social media this week where a lot of people were asking me why I thought he was pushing the vaccine so hard. And I had to remind them that it wasn't necessarily the vaccine that he's pushing. It's how he defeated the narrative. Mm. And they showed him, they've been showing montages on, on some of the conservative networks about yeah. how they said Operation Warp Speed was a joke. So was getting any kind of a, of, of a vaccine. Yeah, or, or, or just getting into the fact that, uh, not, not the fact that Donald Trump is pushing the actual vaccine, it's just that he's defeated the narrative in, in, in the way that all of the things that the mainstream media said that mm -hmm. would never be able to be accomplished were when he was able to directly uh, work with some of these, whether it be pharmaceutical companies or, or, or things of that nature. So yeah. I, I just think that uh, it, it's completely hypocritical that, you know, they're praising everything that Joe Biden, Joseph R. Basements is doing right now in regards to, uh, you know, responses to the coronavirus when, when, when you know, the cupboard was mm -hmm. left full yeah. uh, when, when Trump stepped out of the White House. Um, well, imagine the field day the media would be having if Donnie came out and was like, yo, don't take the vaccine. It's a terrible idea. Like, yeah. imagine what the media would be doing. Oh, They'd be, be going epic. with the anti-vax narrative all day. There's still no they proof that Donald Trump's taking the vaccine. Well, absolutely. And he always, every time he talks about it, he always talks about uh, therapeutics as well. He always brings up therapeutics. And I think that's what hydroxychloroquine was in the first place, was the test to see how he can approach talking about certain subjects. Yeah. He brought up hydroxychloroquine and the media was a full-blown attack mode trying to demonize this drug that's been around for 60 years and could probably have great benefits for the common cold and the flu, especially the China virus from China. Um, China. But uh, they they immediately attacked it. So now he knew anything that he said, they were going to attack. 
but they couldn't attack him if he said, oh, the vaccines are a good idea. Like, like we're going to push, push the vaccines. The vaccines. We're, gonna we're going to go after, after it. it. And, and uh, it wouldn't have happened if it wasn't, wasn't for, for uh, uh, Donnie Trump. Trump. And as much as I hate the vaccine and I'll never, never take it, and there's people that are dying, he has, he has to, to talk, talk about, about it. it. My mom to. just took it behind my back <gasps> after all of the stuff I've been showing her. I've been How showing terrifying. her the best Dare serious she. incidents. Um, I've, I've just told her, like, please don't take it. Please don't take it. But the reason why she took it is not because she's afraid of COVID. It's so she can travel to Panama. Yep. Which this is the reasons why I'm hearing people are taking it. So I can do this. So I can do that. It's nothing to do with coronavirus. So last night, to mark the one-year anniversary of the China virus, China, China, Joseph R. Basement Jr. delivered a speech, and much to my forecasting, I said for this speech they would be wheeling out the campaign trail slash debate grouchy Biden clone. And that's the one that was there. Less face wrinkles, super grouchy. All right? The speech lasted just over 20 minutes. How many clones does he have? Is there any limit to the number of clones that he could have? I don't know. Or if they're in a mask with a CGI suit. Like, who knows if that was even recorded? Yeah, there was a whole bunch of Instagram videos out yesterday where it was showing kind of like the CGI around and the wrinkles. That's all the thing with his, his eyes. eyes. Yeah, that was creepy. It's kind of hard to tell. But over the course of his nearly... 20-minute speech, he gave a couple strong points. Number one, listen to Dr. Fauci. Go fuck yourself. Wrong. Um, he said that by 4th of July, we may be able to congregate in small groups and celebrate our Independence Day, stealing a line from the original movie, <laughs> um, Independence Day, in a role that he couldn't even play Randy Quaid in that fucking movie. <laughs> Randy Quaid is awesome, right? And, and and he went and plagiarized the end of uh, the Independence Day initial movie. He gave a May first deadline for all ages to be able to receive vaccines, but said that they may not be able to get them due to distribution numbers. Look, here's a just a side note. Someone sent me something the other day, and it was like, "Hey, vaccinated people can meet in people's houses unmasked." And I'm like, "Guess what? Stupid. We've been doing that." Forever. Forever. So when people are like, oh, once you get vaccinated, you can hang out indoors in a personal space without masks. I'm like, do you think I've ever worn a mask in my house? So I didn't want to give them masks. ratings last night when I when uh, Joey was going live. I went live side, so I, uh, right side broadcasting on Facebook. I didn't watch it. So right before the show, I put out a video actually right before we went live talking about this. But I watched it before the show so we could talk about it and... The fact that this guy is saying that if we do what the government says, we can celebrate our independence on Independence Day. Maybe is the most maybe celebrate is the most ridiculous statement I have ever heard mm -hmm. in my entire life. Like this is this is insanity. That's not how freedom works. We don't celebrate Independence Day when the government, the big the big government, tells us it's okay. We celebrate Independence Day because of the things that our forefathers did to, to grant us the freedoms that we're supposed to have. And they're just trying to take them away one by one. And people are allowing it to happen. Yep. Because there's going to be people all over the place like, yeah, we can celebrate Fourth of July because the government said we can celebrate. <laughs> yeah. Like it's going to be yeah. happening. Well, and those are the same people the that last year were like, how dare we celebrate independence when this country was founded upon slavery? Yeah. This year they're going to be like, 
oh my gosh, we're so free. And it's like, look, stupid. The government said so. Yeah. First of all, you can't barbecue soy. So I don't know what you're going to do to celebrate 4th of July. I mean, they could use the Beyond Burger. No, I can't wait to eat that. Oh, God. I can't wait to smoke me some soy for 4th of July. That should yeah. just, like, melt, like, through the grates, probably. Dude, my mom one time growing up, she was on some weird diet, and she had, like, vegan cheese or whatever. Okay. And I didn't know what it was, and I was trying to make an omelet. I sat there for, like, 30 minutes with this cheese in the pan, and it was just bouncing around. Dude, it does <laughs> It did not melt. It does not melt. Like, Mom, vegan vegan people put that shit in their body and say yeah. it's delicious. What is this? It's like this vegan cheese. I'm like, where did it come from? How Chemicals. dare you call yeah. it cheese? Did the aliens send this via Amazon? Chemicals. How did this get here? And what is well, it? It can't be the worse than the time I ate a 30-pack of dog treats and didn't know. How did you not That's know? That's amazing. What, were they sweet or savory? So <laughs> they bacon-flavored? Because then you're excused. Yeah. So... <laughs> This is a while ago, but uh, it doesn't sound my like mother, that long My mother ago. bought some treats, some dog treats that looked like Costco brand, like Oreo cookies that had the white wafer, oh, my dog the chocolate the Oreo wafer, the cream yeah. in, in the middle. My dog, loves, my dog loves up. Yeah. them. Yeah. So, so there's a big pack of them, and they were opened. So I saw them on the counter. I was like, oh, cookies. Ate a cookie. I was like, oh, man, these are good. I went in the fridge, poured myself a glass of milk to go with my cookies, and I ate the rest of the pack. I ate the rest of the bag. Seven. They tasted like actual cookies. They were delicious. Oh, at least our dogs. Were they like, at least we know our dogs are getting know, delicious treats. Huh? Yeah. Were they like? I don't know. What were they? Did you look afterwards what they were made out of? Or well, no. Well, that's. Just, I didn't look after. I didn't want to know because they were already gone. <laughs> I didn't want to freak myself out. They already happened. I had. I had What's done is done. Yeah. I dunked every single one in milk like I'm eating Oreos, uh. and I enjoyed the fuck out of these dog treats. Okay. But I went upstairs. I went upstairs. I'm in my room. A while goes by, and all of a sudden, my mother screams, James, who ate all the dog treats? And I'm like, what dog treats? Like, Probably the dog. They're dog treats. She's like, there was dog treats on the counter, and they're all gone. The dog. I'm like, I don't know. And I come downstairs, and I'm looking. I'm like, she's like, these dog treats. I'm like, those are dog treats? What? <laughs> and... You look. They looked like fucking cookies, but you look at the package. The, the package was literally like a giant dog eating these cookies. <laughs> I just didn't even look. I, all I saw my fat ass saw cookies. I was like, oh, cookies. I just want to eat these. Yeah. And I ate every single last one. Was milk. Fat fuck. That's okay, because I got drunk during a... I, I don't know when it was. No, here we go. One of our podcasts. <laughs> no, my family had a bunch of people over, and we were making tamales. And um, that was the night there was an incident where I fought that guy. I told you guys about that. that At a family party. Rewind or fast forward like three hours later. And there's like a couple of us who are like, it's obviously my house. I'm sleeping here. Two other friends are like not able to drive. Actually, one's my uncle. Okay. And there's like 100 tamales in our fridge and our freezer. And I'm like, dude, there's tamales. So I start grabbing them and we're starting microwaving them. And my wife comes out. She's like, what are you guys doing? I'm like, we're eating tamales. And she's like, those are not cooked. I ate like seven raw tamales before I realized that they weren't cooked. Yeah, but those aren't fucking dog treats. What kind of meat yeah, was in dog. there? Yeah, there was treats. chicken and uh, then... Um, was the chicken cooked? The chicken was cooked. It was just the okay. masa was not... You had to boil them. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, but you're I was like... Boring. Dude, treats. like two of them... I'm like, the only asshole that does that. It was like two bites per tamale down the hatch. Bam. Bam. And I was like seven deep before she's like, those are raw. And I'm like, what? Well, do you want to know what else was being eaten this week? Hmm. Children on South Park. So they had <laughs> part two of their vaccination special, which included a full-on disclosure of the alleged South Park's adaptation of Follow the Cabal. 
And uh, I got a little bit of it right now. I want to play for y'all. And I, I want to see, hopefully everybody's seen it, what they think. Ten seconds. Microphone. So South Park had a pretty good take on. Uh, they they literally featured some parts of Fall of the Cabal with a South Park twist on it. I mean, some of that audio we just played depicted people like Oprah Winfrey, Hillary Clinton, Ill. John Podesta, and Barack Barry Obama, Sortetto. right? And, and Barry Hussein Sortetto eating children and drinking their blood. So the episode, I'm gonna rate it. It was fucking epic. I also am a big proprietor of South Park does not make fun of anything unless, number one, it's factual. Number two, they know everything about it. Number three, they're going to shit on them because they know about it. Yeah. Isn't they, that like... They never just make false claims and, like, say, oh, this is, like, some conspiracy theory bullshit and put it out there in, like, animated form. They literally make fun of the people that need to be made fun of in their own special I kind expected, of way. I expected them to shit on Patriot Insider even more. Like, I, I, I honestly... I love South Park. It's, yeah. If, if you if you had to pick a top, if instead of movies it was shows, South Park would be close to the number one for me. It's okay. like Sopranos and South Park are like my two all time favorite shows. Sons of Anarchy. And yeah. I I was very disappointed. It wasn't as funny as I expected. No, it, I, it it had its moments. Don't get me wrong. I laughed a few times, but I expected a lot more. But I agree with you when you say it was it was. I think it was a low key red pill for a lot of people. Yeah. Now. All these people who are still fast asleep are now going to go and Google because everybody knows about Jeffrey Epstein. Everybody knows what he did. So when they reference that and connect it with adrenochrome, they're going to be like, what is this adrenochrome? I've never heard of it because there's still so many people that have never even heard that word before. And they're going to go and Google it and they're going to look into it. And remember uh, a couple months ago, Google lift the algorithm, change the algorithms, and you can actually search yep. for things like adrenochrome and see the chemical compound and breakdown of what it is. So... Um, I think that's going to red pill a lot of people sure uh, into researching it, what it is because um, that Jeffrey Epstein case opened up a lot of eyes mm -hmm. for a lot of people. And people still say it's a con child trafficking. Human trafficking is a conspiracy, which is mind-boggling to me and makes yeah. me want to punch myself in the face yeah, when everybody someone knows says that. True. Do they do they really say that human trafficking is a conspiracy yeah. or the entire bigger global scheme of it? The bigger, like the the elites okay. trafficking. Okay. We go back to even Pizzagate. Humans. Well, not not like, even Pizzagate. You go back to like medieval fucking people have been doing this for thing. thousands of years. But Pizzagate was something in our lifetime that and that was pre Epstein in the spotlight, pre COVID, and all this. That was pre before a lot of people were red pilled. And so James James from Comic Ping Pong Pizza is mm -hmm. into some very fucking weird shit. That's yep. all you could say yeah. about him. He's he's got some weird paintings, weird posts on his Instagram. His uh, Instagram post was the deity of of uh, uh, I forget what the exact term right. was, but it had something to do with uh, having sex with with, with boy love, yeah. um, the Greek god. 
I forget exactly what it was. Um, so people say that there was – the way that they debunked it is said, oh, there's no basement at Comet Ping Pong Pizza. Oh god! What like that's 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 how they debunked it, and then they Black had checkers. It. Yeah, thank God for and them. They, right? Yeah, they so, said, some oh, gender the studies graduate. Yeah. Right. Probably that chick that works at Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> the three hundred pound blue hair. <laughs> Wrong. Put your mask he, on. Fact check. They said that the guy went crazy and was doing things because of these quote unquote conspiracies and was going to shoot up the place. But meanwhile, he shot one shot, and that one shot just so happened to magically hit the server that had all the information huh. that could have. Uh, been used against them. Yep. Weird. Now, to sit here and say that these elite uh, human trafficking rings don't exist is the biggest nonsense I've ever heard. It's pure this ignorance. Is why, yeah. This is why, again, I say to people, I'm like, there's your argument that Patriot Insider is a psyop or a Mossad operation is completely invalid because of this human trafficking aspect. Human trafficking is a major, major cash crop for these elites. They make more money from human trafficking than they do yeah. from drugs and anything else. Well, and the sucky part or, is it's a cash crop, and it always will be. Yeah, yeah. organ organ. And it's never going to stop. So I mean, the... So, the fact that it's prevalent and it will this, be prevalent this, sucks. You could have pulled this psyop off that that you say is a psyop with and and pacified patriots and got them to not act by just arresting Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. yeah. By just that alone, you didn't have to arrest Maxwell. You didn't have to arrest Peter Nygaard. You didn't have to convict John of God. You didn't have to get Nexium and Allison Mack and Keith Raniere and the Brothman family. You didn't have to release the finders information. You yeah. didn't have to do any of that stuff. What is the purpose of waking up all of these people and arresting all of these elite pedophiles just to to pacify some patriots? It makes no sense. Yeah. And to sit here and say that's a conspiracy, I just listed a, a handful of people that are extremely wealth, wealthy and powerful that are convicted and involved in human trafficking. Yep. Yeah. Not, There's no way it's a conspiracy. Not smuggling a kid or two. Not legitimate. Not like, some dirty money in between. Like you know, you're, you're bringing people from like a third world country to come here and be like your servants is a better life. Yeah. Human trafficking. This well, is why I think these deep fake videos are coming out right now. Yes, it certainly is. They're going to try and debunk a lot of the narratives that we're trying to build and that we're proving right now with deep fakes. Yeah. Well, you guys saw the the Tom Cruise of video. Of course. Yeah. And the then the uh, what's it called the girl from uh, Harry Potter. Yep. Uh, and then they had that the one where, where they just had the iPod, and, and every time it went over their face, it was like a different person. They did like yep. three or four people. It's ridiculous. So they're going to try to say, and you you know you had Shifty Shift tweet out about deep fakes, and then there was that that rumor that was going around saying that uh, you know there's going to be salacious photos of. Um, Shifty shift coming out of him, you know, committing some gross, disgusting things. And then it was some and, fat guy eating some other fat guy's ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it was like, this is ridiculous. And they're going to use that against us. And the thing is with these deep fakes, one, Facebook and a lot of these social media programs figured out how to uh, detect whether it's real or not. Mm -hmm. You also have Obama, Big ba Barry Sorteto, and Oprah Winfrey doing that video and they filmed it and they were in two different locations but the video looks like they're sitting in the same living room yep. and they're playing footsies painting. and stuff and it's all cgi yeah. yeah it's all cgi so you have to realize though when epstein was arrested and i'm sure the same for peter nygaard and i'm sure the same for gislaine maxwell glenn we know we call her we glenn know, on the show yeah we know for a fact that they removed all of the photo evidence 
and the video evidence that was taken from Epstein's apartment yep. and the island. Probably a lot of Prince Andrew flight. stuff and who knows what else. So, But you have to remember, a lot of this stuff is VHS tape. Like, yep. it's old. You can't make a faked VHS tape. Like, you can't deep fake that. And there's, it's, so I really think they're trying to set the narrative and say, oh, look, it's just CGI and it's not really this person diddling kids. It's uh, a deep fake video that they're the right wing conspiracy Patriot Insider people are just trying to push. And in reality, it's the real video. You guys think it was good to see Ron Watkins alive and well this week and the release of the HBO trailer for the QN and, uh, I'm very interested to see what's going to happen with that. You know, I, I'm very interested. For someone who's been around following the whole, I mean, my red pill moment was 9-11 and the yep. stuff that happened yep. after. And I've been, I've been deeply following this stuff for, for years now. I really hope this isn't Ron Watkins' chill moment because, or, you know, his, his grifter moment because he's been such a, I don't want to say moving force, but like calming of the storm. Did you listen to the podcast that he did with My Maria? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it was very PC. Like, he was not answering any questions. He, he wouldn't answer one question. Yeah, yeah. it was... And it, it, was not- it, 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 it was leaked that he officially worked with Jim Jordan and Ted Cruz and stopped the steal, like, before January 6th. Like, he worked directly with them. They used him for something in some context to try and build their case. And he wouldn't talk about... I mean, he, he made, like, inklings like he had contact with Lynn Wood and Sidney Powell and Michael Flynn. Like, he's definitely back there in the background somewhere. I don't know. For well, me, when, when I saw the actual preview and what I had, like, I know what Ron Watkins look like, but his pictures are always, they, they look like they're older or, like, there's filters on them to make them look younger. And then when I see him, like, in the high def and the in the trailer for the... For the documentary, he it's all in HD. I, I don't know. Part of me, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, wasn't ready to see him that way. And I'm really interested the way. What way? Just, like, uh, live. It looked, like, live. Like, all the other pictures. Oh, you, you know, oh, you see oh, him, okay. like, out in the woods with a fucking cowboy hat on. And his his Instagram photos and his his, his Twitter bio pic. My friend Chunky was, like, drooling over him. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm not going to go there with it, but I, I'm drooling for the information he might be giving to this documentary. I don't know. I feel like, okay, so my take on uh, South Park, I'm, like, the complete opposite. I hate South Park. Okay. I know it's, I know it's not, it's an unpopular opinion, but I've always, since I was really, really young, just been, like, what the fuck is this? And I like degenerate comedy. Like, It's Always Sunny is, like, one of my favorite nice. shows. It's Always Sunny, too. Yeah. <laughs> But um, watching that episode or the clips of it, like, I can't even watch the whole thing. It's just it, it gets Cringe. under my skin. Cringeworthy, huh? I do think, uh, to your point, it's really important because it does have a really wide audience. It's yeah. not just, you know, Republicans or Democrats or whatever. It's not people who are awake or asleep. It's everyone. Like, everyone loves South Park. So... I do think that was important. The HBO documentary and Ron Watkins, this is what makes me think that it's kind of, even if they're making fun of it, controlled by white hats because they're pushing it um, to the masses, like HBO, again, asleep, awake, whatever. Everyone will watch this because of all of, I mean, on CNN, 60 Minutes, everything that's been coming out about QAnon. Oh, sorry. 
Oh, you might get kicked off Spotify. You're welcome. Don't worry. There you go. <laughs> Bring it. I'm, I'm, so I'm going to reiterate the fact that, that, the, that the 2020 <laughs> election was illegitimate <laughs> and fraudulent. Kick us off. So, <laughs> no, well, um, the HBO documentary on Ron Watkins has me very intrigued for a few reasons. Go ahead. One, he was the admin at 8chan and 8kun yep. when it became 8kun. Right. Yep. And and I, based on the drops, we know that Patriot Insider and the people over at 8chan and 8kun were working very closely based on a few major proofs. Hand in hand. One one major proof being Patriot Insider said dark 93 days. And that's basically, that was all that was posted. All of a sudden, the El Paso shooting happened. Mm-hmm. They said they made the manifesto and posted it on 8chan. 8chan went down. 8chan was down for a total of guess how many days? Probably 93. 93 days exactly. Imagine that. It came back. Then another thing is Patriot Insider posted a bunch of numbers that we thought originally were a date, but we know that Patriot Insider never posts date. We come to find out later on when 8kun came live, the numbers that were posted were actually the server numbers for the Department of Defense, and 8kun was run through the Department of Defense. Yep. Why was a Chan board, a message board, run through the Department of Defense's servers? For what reason? To maybe secure it, make sure no one could get into it for cybersecurity reasons. There's tons of things that they could have done it for, um, but they only lead to the military being involved in an operation. That's all they can. That's the only thing you can. Only conclusion you can make. What operation they're doing? Who knows? Just so happens that. Patriot Insider is a major player on those Chan boards. Um, and Ron Watkins also is one of the few people that knows where the posts are actually coming from. He has the metadata of where the posts are actually coming from. And I also find it weird that he stepped down as the admin of 8kun on November 3rd, effective immediately. Yep. Why? And then all of us, that's when he really started to hit the spotlight and be on shows and Start talking about things. So when I found out he was in this HBO documentary, because HBO is deep state as it gets. As deep state as it gets. They've been involved in this stuff for, for, for decades. Yep. So I was very thrown off by him being involved in that. Because his father, on all accounts, is a patriot as well. Because when that El Paso shooting happened, he lives in the Philippines. He was a Vietnam veteran. His he dad came testified, over. right? Huh? His dad testified, did he? Yeah, he came to Congress and testified yep. to show and showed the data that, in fact, the manifesto was posted on Instagram first and not his platform. Right. Um, and he had the proof to show it, and that's what he went to go do. So I was very thrown off by it, but at the same time, Patreon Insider is really hitting the mainstream right now. And I find it the timing very odd. Like, it's on CNN, like Lala said. It's on 60 Minutes. It's on uh, Vice did a documentary. Everybody is doing something with Patriot Insider right now and what if it is a, a white hat documentary and they actually instead of covering what the anons are speculating they're actually covering the contents of what the 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 posts actually are and they actually cover it properly i'd be very surprised if that was the case but what if it is the case yeah we can all be hopeful and you know we can't make any jump to any conclusions until we actually see it i'm not saying that that's what's going to happen and most likely it's going to be a a giant trash piece where they just attack us and say we're crazy lunatics and they don't cover the contents of the posts. But the fact that Ron Watkins is involved 
um, makes me think that maybe there's something else behind this. And we'll see. It's yeah. it's it's very odd that all of this is coming out right now, in my opinion. Yeah, it's definitely up for debate. Along with the deep fakes, along with everything else, you add everything else that's going on with Joey Basements and. You like you, you can't just look at all of this stuff separately. You have to look at it all together in one giant, giant puzzle rather than each individual piece because it's all connected. Everything, even from you know fifty, hundred years ago, yep. it's all connected to what's happening today, and it's insane. But we're the conspiracy theorists. Speaking of things, of <laughs> speaking of things that are connected from a long time ago, Lala. Tell us how the Trump family are time travelers, please. Oh, I'm excited for this one. I've dabbled in this. I want to hear what you've, okay. you've, you've got. Well, I I love conspiracy theories, just to put that out there. I love and hate the term conspiracy theories because I think it just has such a negative connotation to it. Do you know that, um, that, was, it's that, a, that term was made, though? Yeah, it was a fabricated yes. term it, as a during, deterrent. After JFK, during yes. the CIA, all of that. Yes. Yes, but so I do love it because, I mean, I've never, I've always been the black sheep, whatever. But one of my favorites, because I've always loved Albert Einstein and anything having to do with, like, metaphysics. So once I heard about John Trump and the connection to Nikola Tesla mm-hmm. and... Um, all of that, which I'm going to dive into here in a second, I, I I was just sold at that point. And I tell people this all the time, and they're just shocked, you know? I, I Do you think the average person knows who Nikola Tesla is? No. No. Oh, really? Okay. No. Definitely okay. not. Definitely um, not. That's surprising, but yeah, I do agree to, I do agree, I guess. Um, but even yeah, people so, the, that know him don't even know that a lot of his documents just got released. They don't even know that. Right. And the same thing with the CIA document with the hologram and all of that. Yep. Um, so, yes, there is a connection between Donald Trump's uncle, John Trump, who looks curiously close to Julian Assange. Sure does. Yes. Um, <laughs> but his connection to Nikola Tesla. So John Trump was a physicist he was an electrical engineer he was an inventor and he was also an mit professor and he was selected by the government to collect nikola tesla's work after he passed tesla is uh of course famous for exploring topics like free energy anti-gravity laser beams invisibility Mm -hmm. and Time travel, of course. And so the story goes, well, first of all, have you guys ever heard of the Philadelphia experiment? Of course. Yes. Okay. So that was one one thing, too, that I wanted to bring up because invisibility to me, like when I say that word, I automatically go to Harry Potter just because I read every book. But just the thought of invisibility and time travel both are just impossible to the average person. Um, The Philadelphia experiment is... A conspiracy theory, of course, and it's one of the more grotesque urban legends, which they were trying to use invisibility technology, and the crew was affected by the events in disturbing ways, apparently. Someone insane, others developed mysterious illnesses, and others were fused together with the ship, embedded with the ship. Still alive, but with limbs sealed to the metal. 
So uh, I do believe that the fact that this story goes around that there have been experimenting with technology involving invisibility. But anyways, so I was reading some documents last night. Um, the National Defense Research Committee called in John to make sense of his notes. And they wanted to see if they could essentially weaponize or utilize anything in any fashion, really, but likely nefarious intentions, knowing our government. Of course. And um, the FBI documents, there was an excerpt where he, Nikola Tesla, owed a debt, and they needed to pay the bill in order to obtain the property. And in the FBI documents, it said, hotel manager report reported he was very eccentric, if not mentally deranged, during past 10 years, and it is doubtful if he has created anything of value during that time. Although prior to that, he probably was a very brilliant inventor. So as we know, and he explored all of those topics, John Trump was selected to go and take all of his life's work. So if you take that statement from the hotel managers that were associating with them on a daily basis. Okay. And then you take the story of John Trump being able to keep all of the good documents and then just give them the nonsense nothing. It does kind of come together because they would be like, okay, he probably was great one day, but whatever. And uh, I did hear that he had blueprints for a theoretical time machine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it is very curious. And so if you look at the pictures of John Trump and Julian Assange and also Elvis Presley's grandfather side by side by side, looks like the same exact person. Sure does. Specifically when um, John Trump gets older. And then other curious things that surround this time traveler theory. There's the Baron Trump collection. This is by Ingersoll Lockwood. It was published in the 1890s and as of late, Linwood's picture has been circling yep. with um, this author's pictures. Apparently, they look very, very, very similar. And then uh, in this book, or the the trilogy, there's two I guess, books. Book. There's two books. Yeah, really. Well, yeah. There's the Travel and Adventures of Baron Trump. There's Marvelous Underground Journey, Dumps, and I, I added that part. But and the Last President. Yep. Um, so they basically announced a new president. And less than 30 minutes after they announced the new president, police are shouting. Uh, this is paraphrased from the book. Keep within your houses, close your doors and barricade them. The entire east side is in a state of uproar. Mobs of mass size are organizing under the lead of Antifa. Just kidding. Yep. <laughs> they didn't um, say Antifa. Yeah, they didn't but, say Antifa, but no, that's, that's really the plot of the story. Yeah, right. you, and, could, you could and, read that plot right there and just add one word, and you would think it's something that's like a news narrative today. It gets even exactly. crazier, though. It gets even crazier because Baron Trump, he has a mentor, and his name is Uncle Donnie. Yep. And Uncle mm -hmm. Donnie... Guess where he lives? In Trump Castle on Fifth Avenue in right. New York City. And they what? talk about that. They say <laughs> I bought the book specifically for you. Really? that yeah. the Fifth yeah. Avenue Hotel will be the first to feel the fury of the mob, which is exactly where the Trump Tower is. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Jesus it's, Christ. It's, it's really, really, really wild. Because um, the Nikola Tesla documents came out fairly recently. Yeah, in the, in the last couple months. No, like a couple of weeks ago, dude. Right. It's linked in our in our link tree, the all the documents. And I've only had the opportunity to go through a few, but the very first thing that's in these documents, just to show the kind of things that Nikola Tesla was working on, besides the fact that he discovered free energy um, with the oscillator, 
But the first thing was an interview that Nikola Tesla did with the New York Times talking about his invention that was eventually called the death ray. And Mm -hmm. he created something that was able to shoot like a laser like 200 plus miles away and that was only like two centimeters thick, but it could melt the engines of airplanes from 200 miles away. Yeah. This was something that he created in the 1940s. Right. So you're telling me that he had nothing. You're releasing this documents now, and this is this is now something that they had in the 40s. What do they have now? Well, you, you have you heard of the Hutchinson effects from 9/11 and the melting of the steel beams yep. and all of and the and the the, uh, the cars being perfect, like the fire, but it's not hot, mm-hmm. and it has all these weird properties that fall in line with Tesla's uh, work, essentially. So the government does have access to some of it, and they've used it. And I do believe that they used his uh, work in 9/11 to bring down. Well, I think the Tesla. Power. I think Tesla was able to tap into some of the energy that a- ancient civilizations that were using. He was really figuring out uh, the power of the universe and what human beings are actually capable of. And I think that's why they hid his information under the guise of national security because they knew like even just free energy alone like we know he created this imagine what free energy would do for the entire world imagine the effect it would have for not just america and your everyday individual life with gas and uh utility bills but everything that we do from agriculture everything third, third world countries to transportation Literally everything, the cost of everything mostly comes down to fuel expense. Well, just, just remember for how many decades, let's just break it down to something simple. Telephones, landlines, mm-hmm. long-distance calling was all just a big fucking lie and a psyop. Yeah. Like they used to charge you at the ass to call like a different area code when you lived in the same state. <laughs> oh, and yeah. then somebody went and sued and was able to find out like it didn't matter where you called. Not only did it cost the same, it cost a fraction of the... You know, the prices yeah. that they were originally saying that people were being charged for. And and that's when the whole, like, I remember there used to be so many, like, and that just all went away. Like, it never was a thing. And, and it's like a lot of the stuff that's been happening recently, like, something will come out. It's true. It's factual. It'll start to pick up steam. And then they'll come with a drive-by headline of, like, no, it's not real or no. Oh, look at this instead. Nick always brings up the Desperate Housewives and the Kardashians because those are two of his favorite programs. But, <laughs> you, you know, it's, it's more like a uh, subliminal message for the fact that anytime anybody starts to really unravel what the universe really is all about in regards to energy, in regards to power, in regards to money and things of that nature – that's when the false flags come. That's when the I conspiracy love, theorist tags get dumped. Well, yeah. I, that's why I've always, I think I discovered Albert Einstein when I was, before Nikola Tesla, because I do love Nikola Tesla also, but Albert Einstein always approached physics from a metaphysical standpoint. Uh, he said once that the more I learn about physics, the more that I'm drawn to metaphysics. And it's just, you know, this fundamental nature of reality, essentially that, is all of those abstract topics and uh, equations that I do think that all of his theories came from him wanting to know why the world is the way it is in the same way that you and I are doing right now on this podcast, just on a much deeper and genius level. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yep. I, I, uh, 
back to the time travel for a second, because another thing to mention is if you look at pictures of General George Patton and Donnie Ball games, they look identical. A lot of and good memes there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look identical, and there's rumors floating around. I couldn't confirm this, so I don't want to say it's true. But a lot of people have said that when George Patton died, he had said that there's going to be a great man that's going to be born within like 70 days of his death. Uh, I forget the exact number. We did it live on the show. We figured out uh, what the exact uh, day was. And the the aunt knows the exact day better than I do because he was the one telling the story. So I'm butchering it. <laughs> but uh, you, we looked up on the dates that he died and the person that was born on that number of days was Donnie Trump after Patton's death. Like, and they look identical. They look so, so similar. It's so odd. And uh, Trump tweets out a lot of Patton's famous quotes all of the time. Yep. All of the time. Oh. And you, you, you think John Almost G. Like Trump? What do you think he was doing? You think John G. Trump had little Donnie on his lap, like telling him nursery rhymes, or you think he was like, "Yo, I'm dude, telling you I, the secrets uh, of the universe right now." <laughs> yeah, I learned some wild shit. Like maybe, we'll, maybe I could show you some stuff. Because um, Don is far from stupid. Like, people no. think he's dumb. Like he's a brilliant. That's brilliant the best guy. part, in my opinion, is people think he's an idiot. And and my friend, she came over and was telling me about the crime on Asian Americans lately. Oh, God. And I just laughed. White and I was supremacy. Like, I was like, I don't buy it. I was just I don't trust anything on the news. And I just remember the way she looked at me. <laughs> and I was just like, when Donald Trump said China virus, he meant China virus. Literally. It's a literal statement. Yeah. It, well, no, it, it's funny. They said, did you see the video that they're using that, that the guy from Thailand he got jumped and killed by a black man. And then they turned it into a white supremacist. Yeah, they issue. said it's white supremacist. Like, what? Right. White nationalism. This is a clown world. Like, well, we're upside all, down world. We're apparently all racist, so we might as well just That's live with it. That's why I question myself every single day, though, because I'm like, is it me? Like, because they really do think that we are the fucked up ones. No. W- w- this literally, podcasts like this and, and us being so far away, we're literally the Pepe hugging Pepe meme. Whenever, whenever you think it's you, just just imagine that hug from me or James, Nick, sometimes Dakota, also Noah, and then all the other people out there who are holding this line and, and fighting the good fight because that's what the disinformation and the delegitimization of the things that we're bringing to light is what they're using. They can only try to demoralize us and, and, and continue to try and cancel the narrative, but the longer you hold the line... I, I feel personally that this is going to be able to finally break that dam and, and get us into, uh, you know, the better. Well, real ha- quick. The better. I don't know habitants. about you. I don't know about you, but growing up being someone who looked into these things like yep. 9-11, I was always the crazy conspiracy friend. Like my friends mm-hmm. always thought I was just crazy. I was batshit nuts. And they just I, I didn't bring it up. I, I like I knew about Epstein in, o, in 05. And I, wow. I I kept this shit close. Like I, very few people I talked to it about uh, talked to with it, but not not many. And most of my friends just thought I was the crazy conspiracy friend. But now I find it so weird that it's like 
open forum now. Everybody's talking like South, South Park's Park making cartoons about it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah, like They're I find it very odd. <laughs> Just to that see we, that they took it to that level of like Oprah, Barry, yeah. and Hillary like drinking blood and eating baby brains. I just thought it was like, wow, that, like, hey, look, we made it. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> so it's, it's crazy. Like I've been screaming at the top of my lungs about secret societies and all these evil things that they've been doing for years, and everybody's like, oh no, you're stupid, you're crazy, and now they're like, no, I, this is real. I'm like, yeah, I tried to tell you, fucking morons. Yep. Right. Right. <laughs> you know. So. You, yeah, you yeah. asked me at the very beginning of this, like, when was your first Red Pill? And I don't remember because it was so long ago. And then when I, I kind of almost buried it because I was just like, I don't want to think about this all the time. There's nothing we can do. And then I feel like I got Red Pilled again during the past year um, with because of all of the stuff that they're shoving down our throats, yeah. with the coronavirus and the racial wars and all of that. And then I came across this instagram page that posted all this shit about the child trafficking specifically and i haven't really slept since so no it's it's one of those things to where like and we all have to understand that the difference between your red pill moment being air quoting red pilled and and being awake are, are two totally different things and then there's layers there's levels and uh you know, there, there there might even be breaks in between those times, but mm -hmm. I think a lot of us who are in this game right now doing the things that we're doing, getting those information out to the people and, and, and holding the line like we do is, is kind of like, you know, the continuation of being awake. But red pill moments, I think, in, in that aspect are kind of continuing to move on and, and, and always happening, you know, based on, on, on what we're able to uncover and what we're able to bring to light. Yeah, it's really, really unbelievable what's going on. Well, you know what? At the end of the day, there's just a lot of happenings going on. I think we can all agree on that. And uh, this is kind of run into like a marathon time show for us. We're well over the two-hour mark, and... Uh, I personally feel like we can go on for even longer. You want to get down that Donald Trump rabbit hole, Nikola Tesla, John G. Trump, everything. Mm -hmm. We just got to kind of, you know, know that there's some crumbs we're leaving out there for you guys to go and uh, investigate yourself. And, and remember, we say self-education and, and rabbit hole in it for yourself is the best way to confirm the feelings that you're having on the inside. But... Uh, Lala, what an awesome first time on our show you had today. I, I hope you enjoyed it as much as we do. This has been a treat. And uh, why don't you tell everybody where they could find you at? Sure, yeah. Thank you for having me. It was awesome. Um, you can find me only on Instagram at Lala Beams. Lala Beams with a Z. And also, I haven't been kicked off Spotify yet, so I do you. have my own podcast on Spotify and Apple and I'm pretty sure every major platform that my uh, technological background website thing that I pay puts me on <laughs> so you can find me all over but if you like shitpost memes uh, with just with like a dash of truth mixed in they're surely fire I'm your person I'm your girl definitely check her out yeah, and then what about James? What about thank you for coming on? We didn't have Noah today. You know, Dakota's kind of shy. 
he, he gives us some good insight and, and lends into our Sydney pals, but uh, we woke him up Sydney to come over here. And, uh, Sydney pals. Sydney pals. Whose mask is this? I appreciate you. it, guys. It was a lot. Who's got a mask? Burn it. Burn it. mask is in my garage. This is disrespectful. Burn it. Yeah. James, where, where can we find you? And in addition to you, Aunt, Nick, and Lex, and the We The People Radio movement that you guys got going on, because that's exactly what it is. It's really unbelievable and so humbling to that all these people support us and uh, give us so much love. Uh, but you can find us on our Instagram. We got three accounts. We The People Radio with periods in between each word. We The People Radio 2.0 with periods and WPR USA underscore. You can find us. Um, our podcast is on all major podcast platforms. We The People Radio, except for Spotify, because um, I'm sure you guys will find out very shortly that they do not like Patriot content. We're hopeful. Uh, we also were kicked off of YouTube for our video show. So God you can no you longer guys. find our video show on YouTube. But you can find us on Rumble. The link is in our bio, or you can search WPR USA. Um, and we'll show up there. But you may find a couple of guys named Anthony and James back on YouTube under a, a similar brand uh, called Weed the People. So if you're a fan of all things cannabis, come check us out on YouTube. Eventually, once 2.30 is lifted, we'll be back with all of our political commentary on YouTube. You can find us at all those places. We're on Rumble, most importantly. And, uh, yeah, we really appreciate you guys having us on. It was a lot of fun. Absolutely. I got the opportunity to chop it up with you guys. Well, yeah, we we'll definitely have to do something on our end. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime you guys want to come on, just let us know and we'll make it happen. Um, well, do you guys know to be able to follow us? We are on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, and Podbean still. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, Instagram, we're at Steak for Breakfast Podcast and Steak for Podcast Breakfast. And uh, on Parlor, we're at Steak for Breakfast. Gab, we're on Steak for Breakfast Podcast. And Twitter, we're at DOS, the number 23TRES. Download the shows. Listen, like, follow, and share. Notification bell. Our upcoming shows next week, we're appearing on Tuesday with Flat Earth Dave Weiss. The week oh, after that, we'll, well, yeah, we'll have Law of One on the 26th of March. Um, and then next Friday, we're doing a show with Kill the Mockingbirds. Uh, he's good people. Yeah, he is good people. We ran into I'm them. Cool. I was listening to one of their episodes, and they they were they were joking about certain people who may belong to law enforcement agencies that may be listening to their shows. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm get... going on his show tomorrow. Oh, nice. So we're gonna yeah. get a little disclosure the week after. Um, we've got the Red Pill Babe on March 30th, and then on the 5th or 6th of April, we're going to have. Jasmine and Austin back from Russian disinformation, and we're going to break down the World Economic Forum. We're going to break down all of that stuff. Uh, Job of the Hut, China virus, the CCP, and, and we're going to give you guys a nice, wholesome show of that stuff with the way those uh, ladies only can bring it. So on behalf of our sponsors, Stay Ready Gear. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Man Rubs, Facebook and Instagram, and at manrubs.com. WestCoastSurvivalArms.com. Mike over there can also be reached at 619-870-6992. Our friends over at MediocreMedic.com on Instagram as well. And Marcho Friday at Dumpbox.us. He's on Instagram. He's on Facebook. DM me for a active duty or retired reserve military code, 15% off. Show creds. As always, Lala Beams. Lala, thank you for being on. Awesome first time. We hope to circle back with you. 
and maybe we'll even circle back to your show. I can, I'll circle back. Okay. Uh, James from We The People Radio, on behalf of you, Nick, Ant, and Lex, uh, we're still waiting for that double quadcast when we have our four and you guys have your four oh and we just talk about all the happenings going on. Uh, I already mentioned the girls from Russian Disinformation, Tom Pappert from the National File Editor-in-Chief, Jack Posobiec. Guys, update on the man crush. So I actually talked to Jack this week from One America News Network, and he said due to his contractual restraints, he is not allowed to go on any third party, which would, I guess you would consider us podcast, because I guess we could record him, and since we don't have any like lawyers with us and stuff like that, as soon as he's done recording, we could drop a whole bunch of N-bombs or something. <laughs> and just, he can't be associated with that, so contractually, he's going to continue to heart our memes and message me on the slide, but he's not going to be appearing on the show anytime soon. <laughs> Mount Couch of the DC Patriot, who, who may or may not be coming on soon. I'm talking with him a little bit. And uh, my Maria, who, who also gives some contributions to the show this week. We have some friends we like to talk about every week. Khalila3, always posts us great. Axia 5.0. Babycakes 2.0. Nick loves her. Thor's Hammer, what I mean to say, the reverse mockingbird. Mackenzie Meme, Jewel Thief 1776. Was on last week, was a great host. Richard Ratboy, who has kind of been skating us in regards to coming on the show, but then appeared on Fleckus. Good for him. He had a face They're reveal. Good friends. Yeah, really good friends. We we share memes and shit posts together. The Orange Man podcast, those two guys are going to be coming on in April. Uh, Real Brenda Memes 3.0. She's been just an absolute beast this week. And Kayla Michelle, the Fit Patriot. So on behalf of Lala Beams and James, I'm Roan. Nick. Dakota. And this has been the Steak for Breakfast podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week.